So this is the first podcast of Nonsense and Science where me and my friend Otto had a debate with a young earth creationist, but we had some technical difficulties at the beginning of the podcast. We were attempting to record the whole podcast face-to-face over Zoom, but you have to have a premium or prime Zoom membership to record for more than 40 minutes. So you guys are going to miss about the first 20 to 25 minutes of the debate because me and Otto were... uh, talking nonsense and shit before the debate actually started. And then once we got him on, we only got about 25 minutes of it on Zoom. And then I moved over to Audacity, which is an audio-only recording software. When the debate starts, we will be talking... uh, Mainly, I was trying to ask him the question, do you believe that if studies are done properly with solid methods that you can really minimize the amount of human interpretation and human interference into what the into what data you uncover. Um, he gave his answer for that, and that's really right about where the podcast starts. Before that, we were just making small talk, asking him what religious sect he's a part of, if he takes the Bible completely literally or metaphorically. He had a decent answer to that. He said some parts are literal, some parts are metaphorical. I didn't really quite understand the line he was drawing as to what he takes literal and what he doesn't, but we're going to have him on again in about a month, and we may go into more detail uh, with topics like that and some other ones that I didn't feel like we got to really go into as much as I would have liked to. Um, It was a friendly and respectful debate. Me and Otto were getting decently drunk throughout it, so maybe the uh, information we present later on in the episode is not quite as reliable as I would have liked it to be, but that's kind of the point of this podcast, is to have conversations with non-experts about fun scientific topics, and just to talk shit. So, the podcast starts about 25 minutes into the debate, it's going to start mid-conversation, it's a little abrupt, but I gave you the best amount of background I could. Um, before the audio starts, and then you have about two and a half hours of uninterrupted debate from one little hiccup. I pressed the wrong button and stopped recording for about eight seconds in the middle of one of his answers, but as soon as I realized that I started recording again, beyond that, you're not missing anything from the whole two and a half hour conversation. So, enjoy. Well, are you still there? Yeah, we're still here. Can you hear me? It's it's saying that the, the Zoom meeting was about to end. Oh, gave you yeah. count one, two, and then, uh, so I'm yeah, assuming yeah. that uh, we're still together. Yes. Still the, here. <laughs> okay, so, like I said, we're working out some difficulties. Apparently you have to have a prime yeah. Zoom membership to have a conversation longer than 40 minutes, and we were going for about 20 before you came on. But now I'm recording us on a different platform that I know works very well, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> but, um, the... <laughs> The, the scientific, uh, now, now one thing that you mentioned is you mentioned that, uh, you know, that, uh, that they have to basically, what you're basically saying is they fact check themselves. They make, they try to make sure that there's no human intervention in, in their scientific uh, research. But honestly, I, I think that that's uh, an impossibility. I think I think that, that no matter what you're doing, no matter, anytime you have humans involved in anything, I think you're, you always have, at the very least, the potential for uh, uh, bias, for the, the potential for, um, you know, human beings to uh, interpret things to fit that bias, you know, because, uh, 
You know, like take for instance our country, for example. We know that we're supposed to have checks and balances in place where, you know, we have our, our three branches of government. We have executive, legislative, judicial. You know, and there's supposed to be those checks in there, right? Just like there's supposed to be checks in science, but that doesn't stop people from taking advantage of that system. You know, there, there's. I, I think. Uh, I think anytime you have human beings involved, I think it's possible to take to take out that factor that of, of human beings wanting to uh, manipulate the system. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I um, I agree with that too. Too. With politics, I absolutely agree with that. The, but, the, go ahead. I was going to say, okay, my thing, though, is, like, you can't... Politics is more of, a, like, a niche circle, right? Like, science is for everybody. Right? So, like, with science, I feel... I, I'm sorry, I missed that. So, I think, okay, so your comparison with the whole government thing, uh, I think it kind of falls because, like, gov- like, if you're in the government, that's more like of a close niche circle, right, of politicians. But for science, you know, science is accessible to everybody. So I feel like there's there's more there's more like there's more opinions in science than there were being you know in the government. Well, I mean, but you also have uh, you know within science you have uh, a very strong belief in one particular thing and that's evolution, right? So you have within the realm of science you have this this uh, uh, sense that there's basically only one. Or one way to go in this, right? I mean, it, yeah, I would say, are you the opposite that in politics you actually have a little more freedom there because you have two roads? You know, you have Republican Democrats, so you actually have the freedom to pick one side or the other. And, and you know, when you're dealing with science, uh, there's very little room for any dissension uh, from from anybody who wants to step outside of the uh, evolutionary realm. You know, you there was a, a study. Not a study. I'm sorry. There, there was an incident back in 2007 where a scientist named Nathaniel Abraham. He was a uh, 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 he worked at the uh, uh, what was it called Woods Hole Oce- Oceanographic Institute in Massachusetts, and he was fired from his job because he refused to accept evolution, and he decided that he was going to tell everybody basically that he was a creationist, and, and they fired him. Over. So you know. You, and there's there's this there's this uh, notion within the scientific community that if you try to step outside of the realm of evolution, that that your job you're very liable to be in jeopardy. Okay, no, I absolutely agree with that. There there is a certain amount of uh, a dogmatic approach that science has that I do not like. But right. um, the the thing I was mainly getting at was that. For example, like if we look at math, it, it, it's pretty hard for humans to interfere in 2 plus 2 being 4, right? Right. And, and so when, when it comes to science, when the, methodologies, when the methods are done correctly, a, a good scientist, there are a lot of bad scientists out there, um, especially right. in, like there, there are certain fields where there seems to be more than others, like archaeology. I think there's a lot of dog, dogmatic shit going on there but um the when it comes to stuff like chemistry in particular chemistry and physics it it, it's very hard for a human to say the speed of gravity isn't what we've measured and for chemistry it's very hard for a, a, a human to say this rate of reaction takes this long but like it, it's it's almost impossible for them to change it and so 
I don't trust humans, and I feel like that's another thing um, creationists tend to put on people who believe in evolution. I, I don't trust people. I, I trust the evidence that people are able to uncover because you can talk about any topic. Humans can absolutely manipulate stuff and make and try to bend the facts to their favor, but I feel like that should absolutely also apply to creationists because they are humans absolutely. too. Absolutely. You know, there's <clears throat> really, I think a lot of it comes down to because of the fact that, that none of us have PhDs, right? And I'd say 99% of the people who are in this creation evolution debate have, do not have PhDs. We're mostly going by the people who do, right? So, so you know, we're, we're you know, if you believe in evolution, you're going to be listening to that that 1% of people who believe evolution, believe in creationism, you're going to listen to those 1% that, that believe in creationism. So I think, I think it's uh, almost in a sense that he said, she said it. And I think it really boils down to who you really want to listen to and, and uh, you know and, and both sides claim facts you know both, both claim that they have the correct interpretation of the facts and so it, it, it really um, you know I, I really think it, it's it's almost kind of like me I, I hate politics and I hate going back to it but I think it's a lot like it in the sense that you know Republicans will claim they have their facts Democrats will claim they have their facts but Whatever side of the pendulum you swing on, you know, that's, that's who you're going to listen to. Mr. Steve, you're making good arguments here. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> you're, you're you not, too. Yeah, you're making a very good conversation so far. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm enjoying this. It's fun. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, is this the first time you've done something like this, Steve? It is. You know, I, I do a lot of debates with people online, but, but this is the first time I've ever, I've ever done one live. So, you know, it's a... Uh, it's fun. I like it. It's, it's enjoyable. And I think it helped that we kind of got to know each other a little bit and kind of break the ice a little before we did it. It kind of helped us to, you know, make it to where it's not a, um, you know, uh, an argument. A, a, a kind of thing, you know? <laughs> right. And our, it's not an argument. We're not arguing here what happened. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like the points you're making. I like, you know, having, uh, oh man, what would you call it? I guess, I guess a second opinion. Do right, um, right. So I do. You, do you need to say anything? Okay. So I I want to get on the uh, topic of macroevolution real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You brought that up. Um, I have a couple questions here. I, I we'll take it point by point, so you don't get uh fucking just bombarded with shit you need to cover. Um, so let's say if there is no macroevolution, why do humans have genetic data and DNA in common with every other living species on the planet, including plants. Because if you look at bananas, 60% of our DNA matches with bananas, right? Right, so right. The, the argument from my side is that we all came from a common ancestor. I mean, squids have a very similar serotonin system as humans do. We can give them drugs that act on the human serotonin system, and it does the same thing to them. So why right, do we have right. so much genetic data in common with other animals if we did not all evolve from the same thing? Well, my, my response to that would be that, that the, the reason why we have a lot of things in common with, with uh, okay, let's just say, for instance, like like dogs or, or you know, you, know uh, you can even say plants is because, uh, you know, uh, we interact with nature in very similar ways, right? Mm -hmm. We drink water. We drink water. They drink water. Plants absorb water, you know. Uh, yeah, we get energy so from the sun. So, oh, yeah. 
that? Yeah, like we get vitamins and energy from the sun, just like right. plant. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's. I mean, we're going to have similar DNA to certain and to a certain extent to mo- you know most living things. So so you know it, it's not surprising that we have a certain amount of the same DNA as as you know most animals. So um, you know I, I think you could just as easily argue. Uh, uh, design in that, in that, that's how God created us. You know that that uh, uh, you know that God created the world the way that it is, and He knew what we would need, and He knew how we would, uh, how we would interact with what He created. And so He designed every creature to be able to um, react and respond to nature in the same way. So, go ahead. Uh, I, I just want to ask Mason. Mason, how do you think it all started? Like, where do you think, like, where, like, where do you think we came from? See, this, this is where it gets tricky because I don't know. Right, nobody. You know, I started so, to say, so, yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. So, it, it's not something I can really put a number on or put an exact definition on. We, we don't know how the first cell formed. That doesn't mean that it didn't form through evolution. But the, at the same time, to uh, give the devil it's due or give the god it's due you if you will uh we don't we don't know if god didn't do it either so to me it comes down to this the do you, steve do you do you know what occam's razor is have you ever heard that term occam's razor i've heard it uh i've heard it used and i've actually looked up the definition i can't recall exactly what it is but, but maybe it'll refresh my memory so so it's basically the the most simple if say you have three explanations for the same thing. The most simple one is probably true, and that's usually the philosophy science follows. So if we can explain all of this without God and we just have a couple gaps here and there, because we've only been studying this stuff for like 200 years max, right? Right. So if we have a couple gaps in here, that doesn't mean God needs to fill the gaps. That just means we haven't really figured it out yet. And to me, once you introduce God into this whole equation... Everything becomes more complicated because it becomes a where did God come from? How did, like mechanically, how does he do what he does? Like, how does he speak to people? How did he create life? Like, what did he actually do? And so, to me, evolution is the most simple example, the most simple answer because life wants to survive. And so, whatever works, evolution sticks with, which is why another thing I wanted to say about macroevolution, I hear a lot of people say, like, how come dogs don't turn into another species? And it's because dogs work. Like, dogs survive in the wild. They don't need to turn into another species. They're doing fine. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, forgot where well, I was going with that. But So you go ahead and respond to whatever I just okay. said. So there was, a lot, there was a lot that you said there. I think, I think the main points I want to really focus on were, uh, you said you were talking about the origins of life. Um, and then... Uh, what was the other thing that you mentioned? Oh, Occam's about, razor. Um, uh, the origins of life and the simplicity. The simple answer being the most accurate answer. Um, oh, well, one, one thing that that uh, that I have to look at when, when anytime I'm looking at abiogenesis, I'm looking at how things first formed. What the first thing uh, that's important to realize is they have no clue. They, abiogenesis has a lot of theories and absolute absolutely no answer they've they've never been able to uh reproduce in a lab what they claim uh as far as how things were first formed okay i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt but um you you can do this to me too by the way I, i would like us to try to take this like point by point if we can 
so so if I bring up a point that you have an answer to, just just go ahead and interrupt me. That that won't upset me. I don't care. Um, okay. Yeah. No problem, guy. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm trying to unpack everything you said. You guys said a lot there, so I'm trying to I'm trying to, to condense it. Yeah. But, okay. Um. But, let me make a note but, of that, and you can but, go ahead and finish your answer. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, I, I think what, there's a few reasons why natural selection to me doesn't make any sense at all, as far as the origin of, of life is concerned. And one of them has to be the cell itself. You guys mentioned the cell, and you know, uh, besides just the, the absolute extreme complexity of the DNA, of DNA uh, you know, you look at the cell itself. The cell has three parts, right? It has DNA, RNA, and protein. And all of these things are, are uh, they work in, interchangeably. They, 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 you can't have one without the other. So for a cell to actually function, you have to have all three working simultaneously. You can't have DNA without RNA. You can't have RNA without DNA. You can't have any of those things without protein. So you couldn't have had an original cell with only one of these things, and then the other two just suddenly come along and fill in the gap. So, so that would be one thing that I would say on that. I would say the other thing is with DNA. Um, you know, you, you look at how complex it is, and you know they, they say on one two millimeter strand of DNA, you would have 93 million miles of letter coding within it. It's so complex that it's 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 far more complex than any supercomputer. So if you if you take a two millimeter strand of DNA and think how what the chances would be of that forming by natural means, it's it's astronomical. Creations would argue that it's impossible. And you know it's it's just so complex that, that there's just no possible way. It's, as far as um, the simplest answer being the best, you know I. I I got to flip flop on that and say I believe God would be the simplest answer because for natural selection to be how things were formed naturally, there would have to be some crazy, crazy things that would have to happen, and uh, you know, and basically some impossible things. You know, that the, the, the cell, like I said, the cell it, it cannot function without all this part. And, and another thing too, um, you know, how would the first uh, creature have survived? without a brain how did it how did this the, the first alleged creature survive without being able to think or a heart to pump you know how, how did the first creature evolve into knowing that it needed a heart to pump blood you know that, that there's just so many things in that that, that to me just really doesn't make sense you, you don't think we just got lucky you know that would have to be really lucky man yeah <laughs> real, like you don't, you don't well, think we just got really lucky like we just you know rolled Roll, roll the dice. It. We we just rolled the dice and happened to get a you know a a good existence. Well, let me build on what Otto just said, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. First, first off, I don't necessarily agree with him. So, second, um, just to make this clear, you're you're a Christian. I'm an atheist. Otto's an agnostic. So we got three kind of differing opinions going here, right? Uh, okay. So okay. that that makes it a little more fun. But yeah. but it, let's say we all did get lucky. I mean, technically, like the statistics show that you look at every other planet in the solar system, every other star galaxy we've ever looked at, there's no other life. So maybe we did get really, really lucky. You know what I mean? But second, right. I, I don't think. So let's say you start with the first cell. The cell doesn't need a heart or a brain. The cell is just alive. And evolution, like I said earlier, wants to be alive. 
So it starts making this more complex way to eat more protein and eat and get more amino acids into its body so it can become bigger and stronger. And if you, like, I, I wish our Zoom was working so we could show you a graph, but there is, uh, <laughs> there, if you look at the history of mass extinctions on the planet, um, when you look at the beginning of the planet, the mass extinctions are much more common and much more severe than they are today. And to right. me, that is a brilliant piece of evidence for evolution because evolution figured out how to make life more adaptable. And I, and, and I know you may not agree with the timeline that that graph would show, right. but th it is true that you can go, the deeper you go down into soil, the more fossils you find than the ones above it. And well, you, well, you know what creationists would argue on that is that that, that, that large band of fossils, the mass extin extinction event would be the flood. Okay, and but the, the the problem I would have with that is that they're all not at the same layer, so it, it doesn't appear to have all happened at one time. Now well, that, that's, let's that's let's hold on. To, uh, Let, let's let's hold the flood off for a little bit, ahead. if you don't mind, because I, I want to go a little bit deeper into that. Besides okay, yeah, just ahead, this uh, quick evolution argument, um, gotcha. the the thing that you said about RNA, DNA, and proteins are, yes. um, so I don't, I don't know if you're aware, but we have found amino acids, which are the building blocks to proteins on comets and asteroids far okay. away from Earth, like that they have formed naturally. And there, yeah. there is this, I don't, I, we, we kind of had this conversation, me and Otto, before this debate started. I, I don't like using the word simple in this case, but there, there is a basic chemistry foundation called spontaneity which uh -huh. is basically if you have all the right ingredients at all the right time under the right conditions it will spontaneously f cause a reaction to form something that you couldn't have really predicted are, and, we, are we talking about spontaneous generation no just spontaneous reactions um i was a chemistry major at one point i, I can't list you a spontaneous reaction off the top of my head anymore but if you cut the Earth's time down to 6,000 years, then sure, it, it doesn't really make sense how this could have happened all like in this short of amount of time. But if you open it up to 4.5 billion years, suddenly you have a vast amount of time for these certain reactions to take place. Well, most, most certainly I'd agree with you there. You, you, evolution does not fit into the 6,000 year time span for sure. I mean, that, that's, uh, that, that's for sure. But, but even with the amino acids, you still have the problem of the, the the cell, the first cell would have to be able to work with the DNA, the RNA, and the proteins all working together. You, you wouldn't be able to have a process where the proteins would just build up and then form, and then like you connect it to say like, like RNA, uh, and then maybe to DNA, or even simultaneously, you know, because the DNA and the RNA wouldn't work without the proteins being there, so you would have, you could have a dead cell. So the, 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 um, the, the, the uh, creationists, uh, a few creationists have tried to calculate this, they've done the mathematics on it, and it's virtually impossible. One, one creationist basically likened it to uh, being blindfolded and finding one atom in the middle of the Milky Way galaxy. I think he said 10 to the 74th power was, was, uh, was were the odds of something forming naturally. Uh, but, uh, 
it, it's just, uh, you know, even with the amino acids, that's still the major problem that you run into. So even before we get to the first creature being able to have, uh, you know, evolve without a heart or a brain or anything else like that, you have a major problem with cells themselves. And, and, uh, and so far, that's a problem that scientists have not been able to figure out. And, and that's one of the reasons why abiogenesis just has not been able to, you know, make any progress. It's just, uh, you know, they, they, they make little progresses here and there. They say, well, you know, there's a, uh, you know, we, like, like you said, we found amino acids and all this other stuff. But until they can figure out how a cell could have evolved from natural processes, you know, abiogenesis is a different field from evolution and all that. But, but in all honesty, I mean, if you can't figure out how the first cells evolved, how can you say that evolution has occurred to begin with? You know, and, uh, so I, I honestly, I think it's a little but that, that's just my opinion. Obviously, you guys would disagree. I'm sure. I'm sure many would, but but that's just my. Opinion. Okay, so like the on the whole finding an atom blindfolded, to me that comes down to the time frame. If you give someone. 6,000 years, and yeah, they're probably not going to find anything, but if you give someone 4 billion years, they might. Do, do, you, right. see, do you see what I'm getting at? So, like, just to kind of put it into perspective, like, this little thought experiment, how long do you think a million seconds is? Like, in days. Oh, in days? Oh, wow. You make me really think here. I don't have a calculator in front yeah. of you. You might have to help me. You might have to help me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this, this is just to kind of put into perspective how long a billion is. And so a, a million right. seconds, I think, is something like 36 days. We're, we're looking at 11 days. It's 11 days, right? 11 days. So if you were to take a billion seconds, that's 37 years. Right. Okay, so... so multiple processes that could happen within each second, you know? And, the, and, then, the, and if you have a... If you have four and a half billion years, yeah, incalculable amount of, of uh, processes could happen during that time. And, yeah, but the, it still runs into that problem. The same, the same problem that that the first cell would have to have all three of those things working simultaneously for it to exist. And and there's no natural process that they know of cell survive without one of those three things, without all of those three things functioning together. And uh, and it's just it's just it's just impossible that DNA, RNA, and protein all have to be working simultaneously for self-function. Okay, yeah, I mean, no, like I think you're bringing up some very valid arguments, and this it, it's making sense to yeah, me. Yeah, and this is something I actually told Otto here before we started was our conversation. You you were having the conversation with me, Mason, not Otto on YouTube, and. I mean, I, I told Otto, you, you, you seem very well-spoken. You seem to really have a good understanding Thank and knowledge. You, you of, as well. I, I got the same. I listened to your video, and uh, I thought, wow, this guy's really smart. Hey. Well, thank you, man. Yeah, that video was made. I don't even know how long ago I made that. I honestly mean that. Well, thank you. That, that's very nice. So I say we move on to your question now. I think we had oh, some, yeah, yeah. A, okay. a good conversation uh, there. So you go ahead and ask us your first question, and I'll let Otto take the lead on answering it here. Um, let me see here. Um, got it written down. <laughs> Hold on a sec here. Uh, here. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Okay, I got it now. Okay. Uh, do you believe Darwin was an atheist, and do you believe this had any influence on his decision to pursue the theory of evolution? 
So we looked it up, and it says he was agnostic. Google right. Google says he was he was agnostic. Google. Which I th- <laughs> yeah Google. Our, our Lord and Savior Google said that he was agnostic. Right, right. And but. Yeah, but uh, I think, I don't know. See, at first, I kind of started off as atheist myself, right? But then I just, I thought that, I thought it was, it was just as unreasonable to say that there is no God as much as there is a God. Right. So that, that, that's where I stand, right? I think that there could be a God. I think that, you know, it's just so complicated, we might never know. So do you think that had a role to play in but Darwin's theory? In Darwin's case, I feel like it's just it's just such a hard question because you know we're not Darwin, like we can't answer for right. him. But if yeah, I if I if, if, right? Right. If, if I had to say God. if I had to say I would say that he had his doubts. Yeah, I I, I believe that as well. I, I I read one of his um, quotes that he had when he was in the theological seminary, and he said, "I soon persuaded myself that our creed must be fully accepted. That would be the." the the creed of the church he was in, mm-hmm. it never struck me how illogical it was to say I believed in what I could not understand and what is in fact unintelligible. So you, you kind of get the impression there that, that that was a conflicting view within his within his mind, that he, he, he on one hand, he thought, well, i got to follow this creed, but on the other hand, he was thinking, oh, this doesn't really make sense, you know? Right, so he, ran, then, his, he ran his own experiments about it. He, like, you right. know, I, he, saw, he saw that his kids, you know, were deformed, so he invested in, and turns out, you know, incest is not good. Right. So you know, I th- I, th- I think you know he like. Oh, I think that what happened with Darwin was he could have been a man of faith, but at the same time, he was just he was just as curious as anybody is. And and searching into that curiosity, he turned out being agnostic. I think he had his doubts on either sides. Well, he, he definitely rejected some things, uh, a lot of biblical teachings. He rejected the flood. Uh, he, re- he rejected the evidence of God in creation. Um, you know, he rejected uh, uh, pretty much everything about Jesus. So I, there, there, were, there were definitely aspects of the Bible that he rejected. Um, uh, so but my, my personal opinion on that is he, he rejected the Bible and he accepted secular thinking. And uh, uh, so basically... Long, long before he went to the Galapagos Islands, I think he pretty much formulated his worldview already. He, 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 he basically rejected the main teachings of the church. What, what, hey, what do you mean by secular? Like his secular teachings? What do you mean by that? Secular, like that would just mean like non-religious. Non-religious, you know, you, okay. Yeah, like secular as opposed to religious. Okay. I mean, it was a good question. Like, I studied him back in college, and really, like, we didn't, you know, we didn't even talk about his beliefs or not or whatnot. We just, we just talked about his works, right? But if, so, I, if I had to put myself in his shoes, you know, I would say he experienced what most people experience nowadays, and, you know, they grow up believing in something, but curiosity gets the best of them. Right, do, right. Do you mind? I think you got, my second question was pretty much answered already, and it was... Uh, uh, do you find it difficult to believe in evolution when abiogenesis is not sufficiently proven how the first cell is going to evolve? So I've already gone through my, I think you guys have already gone through your first two questions and, and my, uh, my, my two questions, I think the first two questions have already been answered. So. My, our second question is, do you believe in any form of evolution? Oh, I thought we already did that one. Yeah, no, yeah you did, did cover one. the microevolution. That's, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 
I think we're on radiometric dating now. Okay, yeah, we'll go to that. Radiometric dating. Yeah, so do you believe in radiometric radiometric dating or stratigraphic dating? Why or why not? Uh, only if it leads to marriage in the end. Yeah. I just throw that in there. I just throw that, that was in good. There. That was, it was a good little little jab. We're, we're, we're going to cut that out. <laughs> we're, we're cutting that part out, Steve. You messed it up. I screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I, I don't believe the radiometric dating is accurate. Um, okay, I, why I not? I've got three different things here. I've got, uh, I mean, there's just like with the, uh, the, the evidences of, the young earth, there's so many that, that the creationist websites go over reasons why. Um, so I basically just divided it into three different websites, three different reasons why radiometric dating, why creationists don't accept. Okay. So well, the first one's from ICR. That would be the Institute of Creation Research. They say that uh, rocks of known ages always show vastly inflated right, radioisotopic ages. Um, so the question I would ask: various radioisotope methods, uh, or even various attempts using the same method, yield discordant ages more than concordant ages. Okay, let me and, let me let me uh, oh, let me butt in real quick. Um, yeah. how, how, how they're saying rocks of known ages? How, how do they know the age? Um, uh, I'm guessing that through. Uh, I'm thinking what they're saying here is that. Uh, when they figured it out uh, through one method of, of radiometric dating, the age of a rock, then when they use other forms of dating, that those ages tend to uh, differ. In, uh, so so uh, I was reading a, an article about it, and, uh, you know, there, there's many ways to uh, date rocks, right? So they, they, they use these different methods, and when they use one method, it'll... It, and then they use another method. A lot of times, those dates will, will not coincide. So, so the the reason so it th- this largely depends on what type of rock you're dating. So it, usually, what I have seen creationists point to, and this may have been what your uh, source was pointing to, is sandstone is right. generally impossible to date with carbon because okay. sa- sandstone has a vast amount of carbon in it. Okay, like okay. A, a good percentage of that rock's concentration, chemical, like elemental concentration is carbon. Okay. And it is, sandstone constantly sucks carbon out of the atmosphere. So you, so you can right. get between an extremely young and an extremely old date on the same rock. And so okay. that, is, that is when we roll in a different dating method because carbon's not uh-huh. useful on that type of rock, right? So, okay. so, then we'll, so then we will roll in another dating method. And we have, I think, I can't remember the exact number. It's like seven to ten different radiometric dating methods that we use. And it's because not every radiometric dating fits what they're dating perfectly, you know? So to me, I'm a little hesitant to say just because different radiometric dating show different dates. To me, there's a, there's a very good reason that that happens and it boy see this is why i asked you the question earlier what sciences do you believe and not believe because it all comes down to the same two the two main forms of scientists the two main forms of science geologists and other people are going to get mad at me for this but it's all chemistry and physics that's what literally everything on earth boils down to those two things so once you start yeah i I learned something there that's interesting 
So once you start diving in to any science, geology, environmental sciences, atmospheric sciences, um, astronomy, all that, it all boils down to chemistry and physics. And okay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me move on to AIG. This is uh, Answers in Genesis. I am going to go use the restroom. I'm going to let Otto take the wheel here. I'll be right back. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Should we pause a second and wait for you to come back? Or Yeah, we should. We should. We should just give Mason, like, you know, a minute or two. Okay, I'll be right back. Gotcha. Okay. That'll give me a second to uh, do a couple things here, too. Uh, let me know when you're back. I'll be right back. You got it. All right, folks, this is your usual uh, Otto Octavio time. Mason's taking a little break, and Mr. Steven is also doing some things. Yeah, I'm having fun so far. Mr. Steven's pretty well-spoken, pretty uh, pretty cool dude so far. If I'm ever in the Tampa Bay area, I'm going to hit him up, see what's going on. Mr. Steven sounds like he's got a bunch of honeys down there. Also, sorry, folks, if when you first heard me, I was yelling. I have no measure of voice. I have no volume at all. I'm either screaming or talking like this. If you like me to, I could talk a little, a little quieter. But I hope you guys are enjoying so far the episode. Mr. Stevens, you know, putting out some good points, putting putting good evidence. Me, I'm agnostic, so you know, I I could lean either way. I could, you know, I I definitely believe science. You know, there's a bunch of evidence, but at the same time, it's not bad to have a little faith in a higher being, just because, you know, the teachings aren't bad, right? You know, the teachings aren't all that bad. Sure, you know, you got some passages in different... You know, my bad. We, we have, you know, there's some passages, you know, that, you know, say some outlandish stuff, how women shouldn't lead and stuff, but there's also good parts of the Bible that, you know, teach us to be good people, you know, love each other and stuff, so... You know, whichever way you lean is fine. All we, all we just, all we ask for is that you're nice to each other. You can have good debates, good, good, good conversation. Like me, Mason, and Mr. Steven here, just have good conversation, and don't be hateful, folks. All right. I swear, any comments we see, we will delete. I will, I will be reading all comments personally. I, I talked about being loud. Alright, he just want to make sure you're back. Alright, Steve, I'm back. Oh, you're back? Alright, well, I'm back to you then. You have a lighter? I don't. Oh, no. Let's see if I can open up this. Steve, do you drink? No, no. You, have you ever used... Have you ever used... Have you ever used any drug other than alcohol? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, but yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Man, you are, you are from a different time. So this will, we'll, we'll get back to the debate at hand in a second. So are you uh, generally anti-drug, like you think they should be illegal? You know, I, I, I try not to get involved in politics. I'm not really a political kind of guy. I'm, I used to be. Um, I'm all with you there, mate. Politics sucks. Yeah, I hate politics, man, to be honest. I, 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 uh, I, I vote independent. So I don't hold to Republican or Democrat. Well, good uh, for you. That's a good thing. What's that? That's a good thing. Good for you. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, I, uh, I'd much rather, if, if I don't hear anything from CNN or Fox for a, a good week, I'm usually pretty good to go. Well, I'm all with you there. Man, see, like, I, I feel like, man, you could be friends, you know? I think we could. Like, we, we, we are yeah, friends. What are you talking about? Yeah, we, that, you know, I, I got your phone number now. And you got <laughs> yeah, we are friends. I don't know what Mason's yeah, talking about. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, man, this has been a very fun conversation. You know, because one, one thing I've noticed is that I don't even like saying in today's world, because I feel like it's always been like this, but people who right. have a vast disagreement like a creationist versus an atheist, they don't talk. You know, we, we don't have conversations. We don't find we're, middle grounds. We're arguing. It, it's yeah. usually name-calling. Yeah, yeah ad hominems. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I, I find that that's the case with a lot of things now. There's just so much um, anger and hatred in people right now that, I mean, I, I think, you know, people being cooped up for two years, basically, inside yeah. their house, uh, it's taking its toll, and then we got the threat of nuclear war with Russia, and I think, uh, 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 you know. And I think it um, generally boils down to just dehumanizing the other side. Like, I see you as a human, you see me as a human, and we're having a human conversation right now. I think it's you know? all social media. Social media. I think it's all social media, you know. People think... I th- I, my thing is, I think that ever since social media became popular, people just think that they have a platform to voice themselves, right? Right, right. And just, that, that's just where arguments start, you know? Somebody voices their opinions, and then some other person comes along. And it, and it comes down to, like, I, like, I'm not saying this about you, Steve. I'm, I'm using a metaphor here. It's like, I think you're an idiot. You, you think I'm an idiot. You're fucking wrong. I'm fucking wrong. Like, it, it Agree always, to disagree. Yeah, you know? It always yeah. comes down to this, like, See, I love these conversations. Like, me and my girlfriend have these conversations all the time. We don't agree on everything, and but we never get hostile with each other. We just sit there and talk for three hours, and then we're like, oh, shit, we don't agree, whatever. At least not on public let, records. Let, let, I'll go take out the trash, and you can go make dinner or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. it, 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 you got to look at the other side as a human being, you know? Like, I, I, don't, I don't think you're stupid, Steve, and I hope you don't think we're stupid. You know, like, we, we don't... We're kind of dumb. Yeah, we may be. Little, <laughs> that's that's why the fucking. Well, everybody has their moments. I, I don't think so. I'll, I'll wait till I, yeah. <laughs> Steve, we're cutting that out too. Yeah, we're, 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 we're cutting that part out too. <laughs> yeah, we all have our moments. Well, you know, it, it just. Gonna, it, uh, I have to change uh, location here, so I'm going to move to uh, my roommate is getting ready to come home, so uh, I'm going to move locations here a little bit and uh, join the debate. Uh, so that way we can have a little more privacy. And oh, man, you, you, you do whatever you need to do, man. Thank you very yeah, much yeah. for coming on our show. This is our first episode we're going to put on YouTube ever. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, we are That's very... Long. We're probably close to an hour by now, right? <laughs> we're over it, yeah. yeah. we're over it, but I'm, I'm ready to keep... <laughs> I'm ready to keep going if you are, man. Don't let me take up your whole yeah, night yeah, if you don't want to, but... We will go as long as you're willing to go. We love this shit. And this is pre-recorded too, so yeah. Um, so let me know whenever you're ready, and we can get back to it. Okay. Yeah. Let me uh, let me just find a spot here, and we will uh, we will continue. Sounds good. All right. Seems like uh, I probably should have uh, done a little more research on the radio vector gating, just to uh, because it is your area of expertise. So I feel like I'm. A little underprepared for that, but 
no, I mean, you guys do want to look up uh, a little bit more on that, you know, I think, talking. you know, the creationist sites, they go through some very extensive uh, uh, explanations about, you know, why they don't uh, believe in radiometric dating. So, oh, yeah, I mean, no, man, if you want to point us to some sources... If you want to point us to some sources, uh, creation.com, we, we, we can absolutely read over their articles and go through it together real quick if you, if you feel like doing that. Um, well, uh, we still have, uh, what, five more points to go through, so we better, yeah. better uh, try to maybe... I think we might want to shorten it just a little bit. <laughs> okay, I think yeah. it's going to be four hours long by the time we're done. If we <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. There's, there's probably a lot of stuff in there, but yeah, there, um, I, I would just... Uh, I would basically suggest three sites. I would go to creationism.com. That's a really good one. ICR.org is a good one. That's the Institute for Creation Research. And then uh, the last one would be Answers in Genesis. And all, all I'm familiar them, with They have a lot of articles on uh, radiometric dating that, that we'll probably be able to go into a lot more detail than what I would be able to get into. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe we'll uh, revisit this debate on a later date and yeah. do this all again. <laughs> We'll have Stephen yeah. back on for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. You've been a great. Maybe, maybe we can just focus completely on the radiometric dating. Just have a you know a whole yeah. segment on that, you know, and and. Uh... Yeah, man. Uh, we can have a complete podcast for every fucking question we've had so far. Let's. We really could, yeah. Let's move. Real. Let's move to your next question. I think you're on question number three, if I remember correctly. Question number three. Um, oh, I thought this would be a fun one to ask you guys. Okay. This one I think would be like kind it. of fun. Because yeah. uh, you always hear, you know, atheists, they always go, you know, well, there's not enough evidence for God, right? That's the that's the main, main thing they say. Well, what kind of evidence would you want God to give you that he exists? Okay. Um, for me, if if I make a point you want to dispute, go ahead and interrupt me. I, I won't gotcha, take gotcha. it personally. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer on this one. I think yeah. this is just, you know, this is just you, man. So for me, I, I want to see evidence for the flood. And and, and, and speaking of that, you, you watched my uh, video on the Younger Dryas, what happened 12,800 years ago. You, you, you saw that video, you commented on it. Did you watch the whole thing? I have not watched it all yet, but now you're making me feel guilty and I need to go back. Oh, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Did, did, you get, did, you get to the, uh, did you get to the point where I was showing evidence for massive flooding on the North American continent? I did not get that okay. part, no. Okay, that's no problem. So, basically, I saw an Answers in Genesis video, and they said flooding leaves no evidence behind. I strongly disagree. The flooding leaves a vast amount of evidence behind. So, for example, let's say you have a gravel driveway, and a massive flood rolls through, and it washes away all the gravel. There is right. evidence of a flood right there. Your gravel's gone. Something made right. it move. It wasn't you. You didn't move all that. So that, that, that flood don't leave evidence behind? It doesn't sound like something AIG would say. I, 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 got Actually, fun. hold on. It may have been is Genesis history. They're, I get those two confused every now and then. It may have been that one. But the... Hey, is, is a, man, they, if you want to... Uh, of all the things they focus on... I mean, AID has a whole arc built inside of this. I mean, they. Focus I have. On the I have seen <laughs> their. Uh, their. That, that, if you want some blood, they have to AIG. They'll. They'll. plenty to read there. I have AIG. seen. I have seen their uh, arc. I've seen pictures of that. I'd, I'd even like to go to it one day because you you know I find this this stuff very interesting. I, I would absolutely go to their museum just to see what's going on. 
Um, right, right. I'd love to see their arc because it, it looks like a pretty impressive feat of engineering. To be honest, that's a big arc that they built out there. Like uh, Bill Nye went there one time, I believe. Bill Nye, the science guy. He, I don't he like that fucking yeah. guy. He's a quack. <laughs> He's a quack. <laughs> we don't like him here. Uh, you guys don't subscribe to Bill. <laughs> no. Bill, um, Bill, Bill. But anyway, Bill. I would like to see evidence, worldwide evidence of a worldwide flood. And, it, and I would like to see genetic evidence of Adam and Eve. If I could see evidence of those two things, then... So, let me also clarify. If I could see evidence of those two things that don't have more lines of evidence with another theory, then I would possibly believe in God. Interesting. Okay. I, I figured it was going to be one of those, like, well, you know, if you step down on my front lawn... <laughs> That would that would be good too. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> but see, also like if God is this omniscient, amazing being, what what the hell does He want to step on my front lawn for? Like I feel like I feel like I can uh, acknowledge that. Like who am I to Him? There's there's been millions of humans. Why is He gonna step on my lawn? I'm all with you there. But in terms of evidence for God, I would like to see genetic evidence of Adam and Eve and geologic and stratigraphic evidence of the flood. If those two things were to be presented to me in a very good way, in a very solid way, then maybe I would change my mind. You know, it's interesting that you, that you said that because uh, I was just watching AIT's YouTube channel yesterday, and apparently... They've got a whole uh, series on DNA. Uh, they actually go through, um, they, they had a whole series on uh, the origins of the races, and they actually, uh, uh, what, what, what kind of science was, uh, uh, I forget the, 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 the scientist, what, what field he was in that was actually working on it, but he was, uh, they, you know, that's his thing, that's his specialty, and they basically use DNA to figure out the lines of all the races. And, uh, and and they took it back uh, quite a ways too, and so that might be something you might be interested in. And also, um, apparently, um, they they just made a claim on their late, uh, one of their last videos that they have uh, uh, been working on uh, DNA evidence and genealogical evidence. They've been doing a study for the past decade, and they have something that is going to be revolutionary, and it's actually going to be testable by evolutionists um, that that, uh, that takes DNA all the way back. So I, I that might be something that, that uh, you know that that you would be interested in. But um, you might check that out. There, it's it's on AIG's YouTube site, and um, um, they basically called it the, uh, their gold standard of science that they that they've just come out with. So I, it sounds impressive. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, you know what it all entails, but it's, it sounds like it's going to be pretty impressive. So. I would absolutely be interested in watching that, and I probably, you know, I subscribe to their channel. You know, so, so like another thing I want to make clear is, is I'm not coming in here to try to destroy your argument or fucking make you an atheist. That I, I'm genuinely, not, I'm, I'm not here, I'm not here for that. I'm, I'm here to hear what you have to say. I subscribe to Answers in Genesis. I li- I watch most of their videos. Like I'm here for it. You know, I want I want to hear what you guys have to say because I, I do respect you people. Right. I, that sounded fucking rude, but I do respect you, you guys. Uh, you people. <laughs> I respect you people. Yeah. I had a flashback to, uh, what was that movie, um, uh, Anger Management, remember that? That was a good movie. Movies, right? Remember? 
What do you mean, you people? Anyway, yeah. if, you, if you didn't see the movie, you, you, you won't get it. <laughs> but I do, like, I do, like, I'm here for it. Like, I want to hear what you guys say. And it's not to try to prove you guys wrong. It's just because right, right. I, I, this is another thing I feel is that if people have conversations like we're having right now, each side's arguments get stronger because then you're not arguing right. in a vacuum and talking in a vacuum where you just start coming up with all these axiomatic beliefs where you just take them as given instead of having someone giving you real challenges to your beliefs. Right, so, I mean, right, right. I, I'm absolutely ready to, to hear whatever they present. And if it's truly testable evidence, I would be very interested to see their methods to um, bringing this evidence to scientists. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really interested too. I, they, they're really, uh, they're really, uh, you know, hyping it up. It's, uh, apparently it's uh, research that they've been uh, conducting for the last 10 years. So okay. they've really put a lot into it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really interest, interested myself because I like that kind of thing. I, well, the maybe. genealogy study was very interesting. I, they were talking about the origin of the races, like where all of the, uh, uh, you know, where all of the Asians descended from, the Europeans. I mean, they basically did every continent, and they went through each one and showed the links between all of the different um, um, uh, ethnic groups and uh, and where they are today. I mean, it was, it was really fascinating. I think if you click on their playlist... Uh, right on their playlist, they have that entire series um, compiled into one playlist. So it's, it's, it's really interesting. Okay. No, I mean, maybe we get you back on once this is all published and have this discussion about that particular paper. But we still have some more questions to go through, so I say we move on to that. Absolutely. Yeah, let's, let's get them before this turns into a 10-hour... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> The, okay, uh, uh, let's see. I guess it's your turn, right? You're on question yeah. number four. So I'm going to let Otto respond to your response this time. And okay. the question is, do you have any evidence of... Well, actually, we kind of just answered that, so let's skip that one. Do you... Okay, then. Um, it, it was, do you have any evidence of God that exists outside the Bible that isn't supported more heavily by another theory? But your question kind of was an answer to that question, so I, I'm comfortable with skipping that one. Um, hold on, okay. hold on. Can I, can I, can I answer that one real quick, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think... Do you have any evidence of God that exists? I think we could see evidence in a, a higher plan, just in the people we talk to, you know? Okay. Right, I don't know. It's like, my definition of God isn't, isn't necessarily like... A person or somebody, right? It's more like an idea. Okay, okay. And I think you can you can find God in anybody you talk to, right? You you know you can, It's just it's just about how you go about it, and I, th- hey. I yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just I, I was I was thinking about what you said, and, and uh, uh, to a certain degree, I think I think you're right because. It, well, for Christians in particular, because as Christians we have the Holy Spirit that resides within us. So yeah. when, when you're when you're speaking, uh, you know that's according to the Christian faith. I realize that you know I'm not trying to speak for everybody, and, and but that's just according to Christianity. Is that you know we have the Holy Spirit within us, and when when you're speaking to a Christian, then you know as long as that Christian is acting in the spirit and not in the flesh, right? It's um, it's more to then, them. Then it, you're, you're hearing. Right, it's more, it's more to them, you know, it's more than just what, yeah, but, they see, that's the whole thing about being agnostic, right, it's like, I'm not too sure, 
what right. what God it is, but like I I believe there's something you know beautiful there when you're talking to somebody. Have you ever heard the joke where it's like I'm a militant agnostic. I don't know, and neither the fuck do you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. So my my evidence of God. So my evidence of God would just be you know looking to, you know looking inwards towards the people you interact with. That's that's where I find it. Okay. That, 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 that's that's where I would find my evidence. You know, like the fact that you know, it says you know God made us in His image. So we should. It's just you know you just gotta treat other people nicely, and you know the better you treat a person is, the more good you see out of them. Let the atheist let the atheist butt in here real quick. Um, first off, in, in my opinion, don't you see dogs acknowledging each other very peacefully all the time? Yeah, but it's like so I can't God? I can't talk to a dog though. If I could, maybe. No, but like dogs have a form of communication, or they'd be killing each other all the time, right? Dogs are smart in their own ways. Yeah, that's what I'm. And so, also, what was it? What was it? You made two points. I said that. What did I say? You, you peacefully communicate with humans and made us in his image. Okay, so the second thing I want to say about that is if he made us in his image, why yeah. do we look like every other mammal on the planet? We have two eyes, two nostrils, nose beneath the eyes, mouth beneath the nose, chin beneath the mouth. If God made us in his image, he sure looks like a dog. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, um, you know, uh, uh, you know there, there are... You know, well, obviously, I'm going to state the obvious. I mean, there, there are animals that have, you know, part, body parts and parts that are different than human beings. Well, right? I was, but, like, mammals uh, specifically, there's there's not much variance in mammals. We have four limbs. We all have hair. Right. We, see, we see differently, we though. We have well, lenses. We don't see that I, I differently think, either. Oh, go ahead. I feel like, you no, know, because, like, you know, you have... See, front, now I'm auto or debate. Yeah, you, you, you have front eye placement, and then you have side eye placement, so, like, not all well, mammals... mammals have side eye placement. Praise, well, I, right? I would say, Praise? Uh, I, I would say two things to that. I would say um, the first thing is is that, that what, what he actually means by created in his image is has more to do with other things, such as our ability to create, uh, our ability to change our future... That uh, is our, very our ability valid. to to be able to reason things out and, and to to be creative, you know, those types of things. So those, there's so many things that human beings do that that no other creature in this earth could could even possibly think about doing. So so and and you know, God also creates. Now, of course, we're we're a more imperfect version of that. You know, we're we're not real. We're not God. God. Yeah, but, we still but murder and rape and all that. that we share shit. with God. That, that are similar to him. So I, I believe that that's, that's what it's talking about when it's, when it's uh, referring to made in his image. So um, my response, I'll let Otto respond too. Go ahead. Uh, but I'm not trying to dominate the conversation over you're here, good, Otto. Good, uh, but the, um, to me, all that stems from a more complex brain. So we, we only have a 1% genetic difference between us and chimps. And chimps, they still use tools. Like, they still will bring a piece of wood over to stand on top of, to climb on top of something. So, to me, this difference you see between us and chimps, it's, like, it's genuinely not that big. 
And I know, like, because the only... Do you really mean that, though? Do you really think that way? I do, I do. Like, I can see many, many things that are well, way no, different. Well, hold on. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me explain what I'm saying, because I was okay. just about to say that sounds a little retarded or ridiculous, but what, what I'm basically saying is that our only frame of reference is what we've seen on this planet. Right. So we have a 1% difference in genetic composition than chimps. Imagine something with a 10% advantage. It would be so vastly superior to anything we've ever created that it that it once you put it in perspective it's suddenly Okay, sorry. Once you put it in perspective of let's say an alien species who can travel across the galaxy in a matter of days compared to us, they're like, "Oh, these things are monkeys." Like they they're just monkeys trying like trying to do good. Right. And so that's usually where I stand. Now, let's let Otto because I can tell he's thinking about something here. I'm thinking about something. Okay, well, let me let me uh, okay. let me make one little point here. I, I was going to dispute something. I was you, you mentioned that chimps have a one percent difference. That's one thing that creationists have debunked. Uh, the, the assertion by evolutionists that we're nine, I believe it's ninety eight percent. It could be ninety nine, but but that assertion creationists disagree with. And, uh, and 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 uh, place it more to about an eighty to eighty five percent similarity between us and chimps. Okay. But anyway, go go ahead. What, so let's, uh, let's say it's just fifteen percent. So let's 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 jump it up to fifty percent. You know what I mean? Like if if we double the amount of expertise and evolution and superiority, something that's double the amount of expertise and superiority to us, to chimps, would be unrecognizable to humans. It would be so vastly superior that, to me, there's not much of a jump between us and chimps. Right, right. So, Otto, you go ahead. I mean, that's, that's interesting speculation. I mean, but I, I, think, I think, you know, the, the, the difference is... I mean, like, the, the differences between us and chimps, I think, is so vast that, I mean, but we, it, we can we can do things that chimps couldn't even begin to think about doing. I mean, there's... But it's only there, massive there's, to there's us. Last, when's the last time we saw a city created by a chimp, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, no, I, no, I'm, or, I, or, I hear you. Or an orchestra, like a symphony, you know? Yeah. You know, there's, there's just, uh, you know... I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like laugh at you and make it sound like I'm thinking you're stupid or anything. <laughs> I, just, I would just say that I disagree with that. Yeah, that, that's my job. You, you can laugh all you want, man. I, it doesn't bother me. It's, it, it's a funny conversation, man. <laughs> I'm the, sure you guys are going to laugh at me over a few things. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys are thinking 6,000 years when the world's this guy talking about. But, you no, know, man, like, we're not... And I, and, I feel, and I feel the same way. Like, you're, you're not... I'm not laughing at you. You're not laughing at me. You're, you're laughing at the ideas I put out. And I'm, laugh, I'm laughing at both of y'all. Yeah. That's a good way to no, man, I, yeah. I know you're not. Don't, don't, you can laugh all you want. Don't worry about that at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll laugh at each other. I'm yeah. That. So, and Otto, I'll, do you want to say anything? I'll laugh at your chip idea and you can laugh at my 6,000-year idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, my thing about it is like, you know, yeah, you know, we have eyes, we have limbs, we have ears, mouth, nose. But it's like it's like the actions that we take are just so vastly different. It's not just a one percent comparison. But like, are they 
really vastly different. Bro, or, they could, they could they, use they could be are, using rocks and all that stuff. Or but. are they the only comparison we have to making that difference so vast? Because if we had another comparison to something that could travel yeah. across the galaxy in three days, it wouldn't really be that different to them, at least. And so I, I, I had Otto, Otto's gonna step out to use the bathroom real quick, but I, I'll keep talking to you. The um, okay. I, 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 I feel like the, the the point of the baseline basically is what I'm saying. The point of reference is very important. Because right. if we are only referencing what we've seen, then yeah, it's vastly different. But if we see something vastly different from us, I feel like we would look back, and the whole hindsight is twenty twenty saying kind of fits here. It's like if we were to look back compared to something vastly superior to us, we'd be like, in my opinion, we'd be like, yeah, we're, we're, we're a bunch of monkeys who figured out how to build houses and we don't even build them that effectively, you know? Like, we have houses burned down and collapse, and... Right, earth, right. We don't well, even... We also built the Taj Mahal. Yeah. And we built, uh, you know, skyscrapers up to the, you know, to the sky, you know, up to the clouds. Yeah, and then we... Know? And then... And we then, built uh, glass... I think China's built a glass bridge over uh, over uh, this huge valley that's, like, something like 10,000 feet up in the air. Okay, see... Yeah, it was the ten, I think it's, like, something like 10,000 feet up in the air or something. See, I'm terrified so, I mean, of heights. So I mean, the things we create too. I mean, some of the things we create are just, just amazing. Yeah, I guess like the point I'm trying to get across. And first off, I'm afraid of heights, so I will never step oh, foot well. on so whatever. Never find me on that bridge. Yeah. But I guess the thing I'm trying to say is like they are amazing to us, right? Like right. If, right. if if ants were as conscious as us, they would think their mounds are just as incredible as New York City. But to us, an ant mound is just like, dude, I'll, I'll set that on fire. Like, that's no problem to me. You know what I mean? Right. And so another, say, alien species, and we definitely need to get you on again because I want to know your opinion on aliens, but we don't have the time for that. But the, um, like, if an alien species came swooping in and saw us, they'd be like, yeah, we could literally just set this on fire like we could to anthills. You know what I mean? Right. So right, I think the point right. of reference is pretty important. But I, I say we move on to the to your next question and yeah, try, yeah. try and, to... And, you know, I think we already answered this one. Number four uh, of my fourth question was, what is your background with religion? And you guys actually started with that. So I think we can move on to number five. Um, go ahead, Otto. Um, okay, yeah. So my background with religion is, you know, I grew up Catholic. My mother taught, okay. sun, my mother taught Sunday school. Uh, yeah, I went to, you know, Catholic schools up until, from fifth grade up until high school, and uh, it's just, I don't know, at some point I was like, man, like, it just seems like these are all stories, you know, these are all just, you know, stories, but like, don't get me wrong, like, they, they, they have good lessons, right, like, these stories, you know, they, they carry on good messages and stuff on how to be a good person. I'm sorry, right. do, you, do you mind if I butt in real quick? Go ahead. So I, I feel like every story, and I'll let you continue, I'm not trying to interrupt you. Um, I feel like every fictional story has a layer of truth to it. There, there's, okay. a, there's a metaphorical truth to the Bible. I am 100% on board with that. I mean, you read a Stephen King book with all of the horrible shit that goes on in those yeah. books, from the raping, murder, to, to everything he includes in just about every of his books. That's a very true part of humanity. Yeah. And that shit 
happens. Yeah. And so the right. Bible, in my opinion, like I respect the hell out of the Bible. I look at it as the greatest story possibly ever told. It's resonated for okay. 5,000 years. Yeah, it's, po- it's popular for a reason. There is something there. Yes. I am all on board with that. Yes. To me, the right. issue comes with looking at it as something to believe in rather than as something to live by. Yeah. And those are very different things to me. Right. Because well, you... Well, it- Oh, go ahead. Because you look at the Bible, and you get the story of Cain and Abel, one of the most well-told stories of jealousy to ever scratch the surface of anything. Right, it's brother killing brother. That is an amazing story. I love the story of Cain and Abel. I I love it. Right? Yes. And so there is a very strong truth there. People kill each other over jealousy all the time. That is true. Yes. Right? But is but is the Cain and Abel story literally true? That is where I start to have problems. I, I believe it is, because I believe that, uh, that that there's no metaphorical language in that, in those verses. So I, I do believe it's true, but I, I think the main focus of the Bible, uh, you, you might be missing, though, because okay. uh, the, the main focus of the Bible, if you take the Old and the New Testament— I mean, all, all those stories and all the things that happen in there have a purpose. And everything in the Bible is supposed to point to Jesus. So when, when you look at, um, even all the way back to Genesis 1 and 2 and 3, when you look back to all of those, if you look at Genesis 3, you know, well, 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 backtrack a little bit, Genesis 1 and 2, everything was created perfect, right? But then in Genesis 3, you have Adam and Eve who fell, and uh, they fell into sin. And so... Even in Genesis three, there is a prophecy in there that they would crush the, uh, that that God would send uh, the descendant, which would be the Messiah, to crush the head of the serpent. So God promises, even though uh, you know that, that there's going to be consequences for the sin, there is going to come a redeemer. So so that was the whole purpose of forming the nation of Israel. You know, you get it. You know, you go down a little bit further, and you get into the story of uh, uh, Abraham and. Uh, and the whole purpose of Israel was to bring the Messiah in, right? So that's that's why God called Israel out. So then you get all the way to the New Testament, and then everything kind of like uh, uh, comes to a pinnacle there, you know. And and and, um, and then and then you, of course you have the story of Jesus, and then you have the story of the apostles, and then and Revelation. Everything basically gets uh, uh, summed up by by Jesus returning and and ruling over the earth. So so the the that, that's the, the main point, you know, the, some of the stories, you know, in there, you know, if, if they're maybe a little too hard to believe, I mean, in time, you know, God would, he would help you to understand it and give you the faith to, to be, to believe it. But, but the main thing, the main focus of the Bible is believing in Jesus, you know, and that's, if you can believe that, you can believe that Jesus rose from the dead and make him, you know, the Lord of your life and believe that he's risen from the dead, you know, that, that, uh, that that's the sum of the Bible, you know. And it's it's not whether or not you believe in Joseph, or, you know, the story of Joseph or Samson or whatever, you know. It's 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 all about Jesus, you know. And that's 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 the main thing. Do you do you think Jesus actually walked the earth? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Tons of evidence that he did. I don't know. It's it's I, all I, it's all iffy to me. It's all iffy whether or not he did to me. Well, like I'll let you. I'm gonna make one quick point. I won't take over oh, yeah, the fucking thing again. Um. All the stories written about Jesus were written about a thousand years after he supposedly existed. And I, I am very 
clear about saying I have no fucking clue if Jesus walked the earth or not. So I, I don't try to say he didn't or he did. Uh-huh. You know, well, our, 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 my understanding of it is, is that, that uh, the, the evidence overwhelmingly supports it. I think there's even even most of your uh, even most of your uh, uh, non-believers, non-believing um, what's the right word? Non-believing historians um, believe uh, that he actually walked the earth. There's very few people that, that actually doubt that he, that he was here because you just have so many. Um, uh, Accounts, you know, outside the Bible, like you have a lot of uh, uh, Greek writers, Roman Roman records, Roman, so. yeah, uh, people who were uh, prominent Romans who actually wrote about this person called Jesus in Jerusalem. So there, you know, the I, I think most historians believe that he actually did walk the earth. Um, I think that, that the percentage of historians that don't believe that are pretty small, from, from my understanding of it, uh, from what I've read and. Uh, understand of, of, of all of that see where my seed of doubt comes from is that whether or not he did perform all those miracles like did those miracles actually happen or were they just you know just just some type of interpretation for for that evening i i believe that they all really happen i really do I, and you know I, I think we're really getting to the crux of of why i believe what i believe here you know uh, you know why do why do i believe in jesus why why do I believe that that the Bible's true, and you know, for me, um, it's absolutely about the Bible um, becoming true in my life. Like, it, there's a point in time when when you put your faith in Jesus, where the things in the Bible start to become reality in your life. You know, and the things, you know, it's no longer just something that you're reading on a page. Suddenly, you're starting to see these things but that, in your life. But that's and it's like. That's you interpreting it though. That, that that's like that's you interpreting what you read and like applying it to your day to day life. Like I think I I could see Jesus being a real person. I could see that. It's just right. like whether or not he rose, you know, the dead, you know, made the blind see, made the cripple walk. Is like like you know. Well, I think I think maybe you're misunderstanding because it's not me applying it to my life per se. Okay. It's actually God working it through me because there's a lot of things that I couldn't have done on my own that only can be explained by God. You know, there, there's just so many things that have happened in my life that, that I can't just say, well, I did this, you know. But why not? Why couldn't you say that? Like, why couldn't you credit yourself to doing what you did? Because I didn't have the desire to do it. I didn't have the desire to do better in my life. I, I didn't have the desire to, to, uh, to, to do good before God, I, I didn't want God. I was I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know, at least my perception of God, who I thought God was, I wanted nothing to do with that. And and uh, and and it was it was a transformation that happened in my life that that I can only give to Him. You know, He He He, uh, he, he changed my life and 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 has done things in my life that uh, that I couldn't have done for myself. For See. Sure. I, th- I think that was that. That's what makes me an agnostic. It's like because if I ever do something, you know, for the good of myself, I credit myself to it. I don't take time to thank God, you know, for giving me. The right, bit. Right. Yeah. So, so like that. That that may be where you know my my faith falls short. That you know it's God who's working through me. I I literally believe that you know everything I do is because of my own actions. You know. Right. Right. But I don't know, man. It's like. You know, you you said you, you know you're a born again Christian, you know, and 
like who knows maybe maybe i will find god i'm agnostic like i'm on the fence about whether or not there is a god or not that's cool though dude that's cool keep looking man keep looking don't give up you know and like on, would, honestly honestly i'd give you you know just just hey i think i think you know you're on the right track i mean yeah yeah, talking to a Christian, so that that's 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 a good sign, right? Yeah, and every, <laughs> yeah, every time me and my mom get together, you know, somehow it always comes up, right? And right, we, yeah, right. and it's, it's and it's like how you and I are talking, like we're never arguing, we're just like you know, wow. bringing up, yeah. Bring, yeah. just just bringing up like, oh, like do you think Jesus really did this? Do you think this really happened? And it's like it's just all to me, it's just all speculation, you know. I can't, I'm not. Who am I to say yes or no to that? It could have very, like, Jesus very could have well performed all those miracles. He could have brought the li- the dead back to life. Okay. Amen. I, I, I believe that. I'm but, right so, there. <laughs> but, but, it's like, it's like, but, but what gets me is like, you know, why, why did God choose that point in time to send Jesus? Like, why not send him now when, I feel, I feel now we need God more than ever, you know? I feel like, right, pe- right. I feel like, I feel like people more, more now than ever, you know, need to come together agree that we may have some differences but either way you know we have a common attribute right like we're all just people right so right. One, one well, thing... well he is going to come back soon i believe I, I, I really believe that the signs are there you know uh jesus talked about the signs uh in matthew 24 and and uh and uh, we see some of them in the book of revelation um you see some of them in uh other parts of the bible you know they're the signs are all here and and I believe the last thing that has to happen before Jesus coming back is the gospel to be preached to the whole earth. So I think I think that's the last thing. And then it says, Jesus said in Matthew 24, the end will come. So and that means Jesus is coming back. So he, he is coming back, I believe. Let, let I believe we close, man. Let me, um, this is a question that's not on the stuff I sent you. Okay. Sorry, sorry to put you on the spot here, and then we'll get back to the main questions. Because I do, I, I do want to get through all of these, so let's let's try to make this as quick as possible. Um, why, why do you believe in this holy book and not the Quran or the Torah? Well, I, I've actually read the Quran and the, the Torah. I guess is the Old Testament. Well, the, yeah, uh, so, it's it's basically uh, well, actually, the I Old think Testament. The Torah is technically, what the first five books of the Old Testament, and uh, I've read that as well. Um, but uh, but when I became a Christian, it, what, it had nothing to do with uh, even me wanting to be uh, uh, a Christian per se. I was fighting God. I was. I was. Uh, uh, I, 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 how do I put that? I was, I was so against being um, religious. Uh, what, what I believed that a Christian was like, like. What, what age? Know, my, what my, age my, did this take place? Sorry to interrupt you. What, what age were you what, so against being religious? Like, was it my age? Like, am I gonna be a, a God fearing Christian when I'm fifty? <laughs> could be, you could be, but you could be. Hey, that's entirely up to you, man. But, but you know. <laughs> He he will he will be Mason is weak minded. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think what age was I? I said seventeen earlier. I think I was sixteen actually. I think okay. Yeah, I think I was sixteen years old. I believe when, when I first got saved, and uh, and um, I, I basically, I perceived religion as, uh, being a Christian as being religious. And dressing up in a suit and tie and going to church every Sunday and looking good in front of everybody. And then going home and just acting however you wanted to act, you know. And, and I, I just looked 
at it as, uh, you know, uh, just, you know, it's just a big game that you play on Sunday and, and, you know, you just go home and do whatever. But Well, I I respect the shit out of you for pointing that out because that's how I feel about 90% of the people I went to school with. <laughs> what do you say? Right, he he right. basically said and that church. That, I was, I'm, 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 kind of, I'm a real person. I've always been that way, and, and I'm still that way. I'm just, I, I, if I'm going to believe something, it's got to be genuine, and I'm not going to just, uh, I'm not just going to believe in something just because it's there and, and somebody says it's the right thing to do. So I, I get the skepticism. I get it. Let me, uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I just, what got me, though, was an answer to your question is when, there was a one night in particular whenever I was in church, right? I was in the youth group, and everybody kept inviting me up, and the Holy Spirit had been tugging at my heart and tugging at my heart and tugging at my heart, and I kept rejecting it. And I was like, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. But And, and that was all coming from, you know, hearing about God's love and his how he wants a relationship with me, and it wasn't about all that other stuff. So, so God was tugging at me, and, and finally I decided to go up to the altar and give my heart to him, and I... I I, it was an instant transformation in my life. The Holy Spirit came and dwelt inside of me, and, and I don't know how to describe that feeling to you, except to say that it's the most awesome feeling that you'll ever feel in your life. You feel like you you don't even realize that there's a part missing in your life until it happens, but 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 you suddenly realize that wow, there was a big empty hole there, and that thing that I was always I was always missing in my life. It's suddenly filled. It's not there anymore. I feel like my life is whole now. Like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And then, and and the uh, and and that that real experience is what caused me to just believe in Jesus. Believing in the Bible came later. You know, believing. You know, I, well, let me rephrase that. Believing in everything in the Bible came later. There was obviously, you know, I went through stories in the Bible and I didn't understand, and it made me think like wow, why did this happen, you know, but, but, you know, it, it, it just, it's just like, it's almost like, a, like a step-by-step process. God takes you one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. And, and, you know, the Bible puts it like this, that he takes us from faith to faith and glory to glory. You, so I, I don't, I, I am being genuine here. I do not mean to discredit your answer at all, but have you ever done mushrooms? <laughs> what? Um, Where did that come from? No, because like I, that's an interesting uh, response. I know, I know that sounded uh, no, no, stupid as hell. But Mason, why would you say that, bro? Listen, listen. Why would so, you say that? This is why. So I don't know if you've ever looked into the clinical studies done with psilocybin mushrooms. Okay. But I know haven't. Okay, I haven't. you. I, I'm being serious here. You, you actually like should after this. So, um, there is this very... I think I, I think I know where you might be going with this, but go ahead. There is this weird parallel that popped up from all these independent studies done by different teams, by different scientists, etc., right? Right. And so, this parallel came up that all of these people who were doing these uh, studies, they, they kept right. saying the word spiritual, Okay. At, yeah. In all of them, all these independent studies. And so then one team was like, hey, why don't we make a graph for the five most important slash spiritual experiences in your life? And they did this study, and one of the questions at the bottom was, 
where would you list this in terms of the most spiritual experiences in your life? And 80, like 6% of them said in the top three. Okay. And so I feel like genuinely that there is a strange parallel between psychedelic experiences and religion. And I don't know okay. if you, I don't know if you've ever heard of the I don't know if you've ever heard of the Dead Sea Scrolls or not. Yes. Okay. Yes. So have you read do you know who John Mark Allegro is? Uh no, I don't. Um, Otto is posing a very important question on his notes that he's taking, so we're going to ask that in just a second, and then we'll get back to the main questions, because I do truly want to get to okay. all of them. But um, John Mark Allegro, his translation of the Dead Sea Scrolls came to the conclusion that these people were taking mushrooms at church. And that, <laughs> and that, and dude, I'm, that sounds ridiculous. Like, I'm all with you. But right, as someone right. who has done mushrooms and has had that experience, it is right. not shocking at all. That doesn't believe I believe what he's saying. All right. But it's not uh, something that shocks... That would not be shocking if that were true, is basically what I'm saying. Okay, well, let me respond to that. There's two, two questions there. Let me respond to the second one first. Is that about uh, Mark Allegro? The first thing I'll say is that, that you got to realize that there are different sects of Bible scholars, right? There's different groups of them. They're not all... Christian Bible scholars. Okay. That, okay. I'm with you there. Like, uh, there there's, there's Christian Bible scholars, you know, and then you have others such as, believe it or not, actual atheists. Uh, there's atheists that, that claim to be Bible scholars, and there's also um, certain unbelieving Jews who also believe in that. When I say huh? unbelieving Jews, I'm saying Jews who uh, do not believe in Jesus Christ that actually will try to translate the New Testament. So it's Wait, like, I, thought, I thought that was all Jews. I thought all Jews didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah. Is that not true? Say that, say that again? I thought all Jews believe that Jesus is not the Messiah. Is that not true? Uh, no, no, not at all. In fact, uh, there's a uh, movement called uh, Jews for Jesus. Ha! Um, there's also, um, uh, it's called One, uh, what is that called? One for Israel or something, something like that. And, uh, there's, there's, uh, there's actually uh, uh, some, some, a lot of Jews who believe in Jesus, but uh, now the vast majority do not know. Especially yes. your, uh, your uh, what do they call those? Hadistic? Uh, Hadistic? I guess Hasidic. Uh, it's Hasidic Jews. Yeah. yeah. Hasidics. Yeah, yeah those, they, they don't. But, but yes, there are actually... You can look up Jews for Jesus, and they're, they're actually a, a Christian Jewish group. But yeah, and they also have uh, what's called Messianic temples, which are um, uh, Jewish Christian uh, churches. So uh, yeah, yeah, there's actually some to do. But but uh, back back to the to the answer, um, you know, letting you know you're basically letting uh, you know the bulls into the hen house. Basically, you're saying you know you, you got to be careful which Bible scholars that you listen to. You know, there, there's okay. You know, I, as Christians, we I'm don't accept those Bible scholars. Um, but, 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 but as far as your other question goes, as far as like mushrooms and, and uh, you know, stuff like that, um, and being parallel to the Holy Spirit, I've heard questions similar to that before. Um, you should try them. You know, they've done so studies drunk. on uh, adrenaline and, you know, different things like that, 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 you know, they think that, you know, some people think it's an adrenaline rush, and you know think, things of that nature. But my response to that would be when you're when you're doing drugs. I've I've done some. I haven't done you know the, the heavy heavy ones, but I've done some. But 
they all pretty much have one basic truth to them, and that's that once you're done getting the high, the high goes away and you're back to where you started. So, you know, the the uh, uh, you know the, 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 the presence of the Holy Spirit never leaves you. Okay. And, and, and he, he's, he's always there. The Bible promises that he never leaves you or forsakes you. And, he, and it's such a comforting, peaceful presence that it's, uh, it's, it's hard to describe it. It's, it's, it's just the most amazing feeling in the world is, is all I can say. Is, yeah. the, is the Holy Spirit inscribed in each and one of us? Or like, do we have to like, look for it? What do you think about that? Uh, the, the only, the only, Jesus said that, that the only way to receive the Holy Spirit is through faith in him. And when, when you do that, then you receive the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so okay. that's something that's given as a gift to the children of God. Yeah, to, to Christians, to believers. Let me, uh... Damn it, dude. Your question fucked me up. I forgot what I was going to ask. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go ahead and go... I think it's our question now. Did yeah. you, okay, let's go it ahead is. and yes. get back to those because I do want to get through all of them. So we, we have kind of, we touched on this a little bit, but this is why I wanted to hold off. Do you believe okay. in, in Noah's flood? Why or why not? If you do, what is your evidence besides the Bible? Okay, besides the Bible. Um, well, uh, yes, I, I definitely believe in Noah's flood. Um, uh, obviously, the Bible would be my number one source, but going beyond the Bible, um, I, I came up with uh, basically... Uh, once again, uh, uh, there was just far too many evidences to go over. Okay. Uh, but, so I just basically picked out three, one from ICR, one from AIG, and one Mark from Crazy.com. So uh, uh, I'll give them to you, and, and you guys tell me what you think. Okay, give us one second. We're getting the notepad opened up to take take um, notes on what you say so we can uh, respond to them with some level of accuracy. Gotcha. And, right. and, of course, you know, if you want – far more evidences you know you can look up those websites and, and that those they'll go into far more detail than what i can go and and, and obviously with more scientific knowledge than i have so i uh, but but um okay so go ahead with your first point you had i, for, I actually forgot we sent the questions to each other so i'm like how does this dude have three points of evidence right here just off the bat but now okay i remember now so <laughs> go, go ahead with your three points okay, of that. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, I, the one from ICR uh, is the fossil record. Um, they say uh, that geologic, geological strata and their contained marine fossils, uh, oceanic fossils cover all continents, including all mountains. There are also intercontinental red bed sequences, tough beds, and coal-bearing strata cycles. All right, so we'll go ahead and cover that first point. Okay. So if you don't, if if you don't mind, you said something about the mountains. Re read that to yes. me again, so I can give you a, a real answer. I forgot the uh, description. The, you used. Oceanic fossils cover all continents, including all mountains. Okay. So now th this comes back to um, geology. Which, right, as I said right. earlier, is my... And I'm pretty sure I know where you're going to go with this, because I've, I've heard this before from, from other uh, evolutionists, but go ahead. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. Don't hesitate. You can call me an atheist, man. That's not going to upset. I didn't mean that as a degrading term. <laughs> hey, no, man. Hey, no, man. I, I meant, like, I heard you... you believe in evolution, right? No, I, no <laughs> I meant, like, I heard you stutter. You can say the first thing that comes to your head. No one's going to get mad here. Mason's a butthead. You can call him that. <laughs> so, um, 
mean, to, to me, it's no different than you saying uh, uh, other Christians. You know, it was okay. no, no, no degrading uh, intention intended there. So. so no, I didn't. I didn't take it that way either. The um, okay. so with the oceans covering the mountains. There and um, I, I would be happy if you've heard this argument before because that means you may have a rebuttal. But the over the 4.5 billion years that I think Earth or that I'll, never mind that I think Earth has existed for, there has been many periods of times where all the continents were looking completely different throughout 4.5 billion years, yeah, you can have oceans halfway up Mount Everest, and you could have oceans covering Mount Denali in Alaska. Like, you, you can have all these different settings that took place if this time span is that long. So that that's where I run into issues of using fossils on the mountain as evidence, because to me, the fossils on the mountain are evidence of a different geologic time, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my response to that would be that, that uh, and, and what, what basically creationists would say is that, that, uh, that uh, you know, it's, it's basically just, you know, this, the possibility of that happening and, and the possibility of the flood causing those things are basically two different uh, theories. You know, you, you, uh, you basically have the, the theory in creationism to where all of these things were created more rapidly that the that the flood is what caused the tectonic plate movement and uh, uh, or, or, or it could have been that uh, uh, God just moved the, the plates as the flood was occurring, that, that this happened at a very rapid pace. So again, I, I think that's something that just comes down to like who you believe, you know, like that's uh, I, I mean, there's, there's uh, the, the only way I think you can prove that is to prove how fast, uh, uh, if you can, for geology, if, uh, how fast those things were able to uh, to actually form. And uh, in fact, I, I was reading uh, just a few days ago, um, I believe it was on creation.com about um, and how the evidence that they have that uh, that formations, rock formations were formed very rapidly. So that, that might be something that... Uh, that you look into, I, I, uh, I'm not, myself, I'm not an expert on it, so I can't really, you know, give you too much more on that. But I, but I do. That, that's basically the, the 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 thought process that creationists would come from. There is that that this that these things formed very rapidly because of the flood, and uh, and that it did not happen over a million year time span. But so so you know that that would again kind of go back to what we were talking earlier about whose evidence do you believe? You know, and and that's. Uh, you know, you, you, the only thing that you could do is, is to try to prove how rapidly those formations actually occurred. Well, I mean, we we will absolutely do our homework on what you brought up. Um, like, we're, we're not here to just end this debate with this little conversation and never think about it again. Yeah, like, I'm, we want to get yeah, you back I'm on. I'm enjoying this, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm really, really enjoying this conversation. But, yeah, Good. I, I, no, I don't awesome. think it's bad, bad in any way. No. And so, the, see, me from, from a geologist standpoint... And I'll be clear, I'm not I'm not done with my geology degree, so I can't fairly call myself a geologist quite yet, but I'm almost done. But from my from my point of view is we do kind of know how fast this happened. Um, We we have pretty good evidence that like that that video that you commented on what happened twelve hundred eight twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. We have some pretty solid evidence as to how fast all of this unfolded. Okay. And so, and that, 
and that would uh, also be disputed by creationists. So I would okay. encourage you to to look at that. Okay, that's fair. I will look into it. Now that was a that was the first yeah, point. Was, Let's get to the. Okay, that was the first one. That, yeah. that was ICR. Now uh, AIG. Um, Go back. Let's see. Um, they uh, what they said is that rapid burial of plants and animals. Uh, extensive fossil graveyards uh, all across the world, uh, such as, and then they give an example: the Red Wall limestone of the Grand Canyon. Uh, okay. Fossil record shows catastrophic destruction and burial. All right. So my response to that, and Otto, you can get in on this. I'm not he said fossil record shows what? Fossil record shows rapid burial of different things, and that is extremely true. Um, but so where evolutionists and geologists and stuff come into play here is. First, you got to give me a, a, a general date on when this rapid burial occurred, and then we have to look at other records to see what was going on there. So let's yeah. say you, you give us a date that lines up with the stratigraphic record of the dinosaurs going extinct 65 million years ago from an asteroid, then evolutionists right, right. go, well, yes, of course, you, you yeah, would, ex- that, you would not, expect it. I'm not well-versed enough to give you all of that, so you, you yeah. would have to look at the, at the websites to be able to okay. check that out. Yeah, that's fair. I wish I was. I wish I was a no. geologist myself. I could have a more intelligible conversation. But <laughs> huh, you It's our first episode, man. Yeah, it's our first they, episode, they man. Have, first episode, bro. Have, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Were you, you're breaking up there. Were you trying to say something? I'm sorry. Uh, cheers to Steven. Yeah. Cheers this to our, you, bro. This is our oh. first episode, so don't worry about being... Uh, under okay. knowledgeable, yeah. we are too, man. ICR, ICR, and AIG have some uh, uh, geologists on in their uh, on their teams, so they'll they'll probably be able to uh, give you a, a far more detailed uh, response to that. But and then finally, uh, number three, creation.com. Um, they use ge- geomorphology, which is a subfield of geology. Uh, says, but specializes in the shape of the Earth's surface, mountain ranges, plateaus, and plains, hills, valleys, slopes, canyons, and how they were formed, and uh, it gives us a gold mine of evidence for, um, for flood. I, I, you know, I really didn't think that one through very much, when I, because I didn't really actually write down what the evidence is that they say. So, my bet on that one. Wait, okay. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. You, you, you say, you say, you say they use... Geomorphology, so I, uh, you know, I just and did, you did not write the, uh, and you define that, right? Uh, yeah, there you go. Geomorphology, there you go. That's <laughs> they so so they used well, geomorphology. You know, apparently, I didn't think very well on that one, but anyway. Hey man, it's all good. It's all good. So okay, listen. What we have is, hey, what we have is that they used geomorphology to give evidence for a flood. Yeah, yeah, that's you might check that out. Uh, on, okay, uh, we, yeah, we can look itself. into it. We can look into it. Okay, um, right, let's now, get to I our. Guess it's my turn now, right? Uh, is it, oh yeah, five. it is. All right, what is your opinion on Bible prophecy? I thought this would be an interesting one for you. Bible prophecy. Do you want to take? I can. Let's define it. Yeah, let's define okay, what Bible so prophecy. So my is. opinion. Let so I'm talking. I know there are many Bible prophecies. My my grandfather is actually a creationist, so I I, I have these conversations pretty often with him because he's a cool guy he's funny as hell but the um the bible prophecies in my opinion the main one he usually talks about is the prophecy that the old testament predicted someone would come to save mankind such as jesus basically like okay i'm summing that up so in my opinion all that points to is a well-written book this guy gave you a prophecy and he fulfilled it himself 
by, well, not this guy. I know the Bible is about 120 different authors or something. Yeah, there's, yeah you're talking yeah. about like a lot of different people that wrote that. <laughs> yeah. And so, over thousands of years. Yeah. And so I think that the Bible was a self fulfilling prophecy. They said this would happen in the like in the early stages of the book, and then it happened later. To me, that doesn't okay. like there were prophecies in Game of Thrones that were just like that, you know. So, so to me, that's not a humongous line of evidence. Now, Otto's trying to say something. Let me let him respond. I'm kind of you I'm kind of out of the loop okay. here. I'm kind of out of the loop. What is a Bible prophecy? What is a Bible prophecy? Get us some water. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm kind of out of the loop right now. It's basically something that uh, uh, is predicted to happen in an earlier time and then comes to pass at a later time. So, like, history repeats itself? No, uh, it's like, okay, like, uh, like okay, just, just give, it's not a biblical example. This isn't Bible prophecy, but let's just say somebody predicted that in the year 2022, World War Three would happen and there would be a nuclear war and then it happens. So, you know. Basically, someone is predicting something in the past, and okay. it happens in the future. Okay, I, I understand. Exactly okay. as they put it in, in the future. So, what would be what would be an example of one? Well, um, you know, well, you, you did mention Jesus. I, I think uh, he filled, fulfilled uh, at least three hundred prophecies out of the Old Testament. But one in particular, I think, that's very interesting is the rebirth of the nation of Israel in nineteen forty-eight. You know, you look at uh, the Old Testament in Ezekiel thirty. Seven, um, Isaiah sixty six, Jeremiah sixteen, just all over the place. Yeah, it prophesies the rebirth of Israel. Now, Israel ceased to be a nation uh, around two thousand years ago, and uh, and then of course you know uh, if you know anything about history, you know in nineteen forty eight, after the Holocaust in World War two, uh, Israel became a nation again. They they ceased to be a nation, and then suddenly two thousand years later they're a nation again so that's to me i think is a very interesting one because that couldn't really be self-fulfilling right that you would have to that there were so many events that led up to that point that, that there was really no way that it could have been anything else you know so anyway that's you, my thought your you, thoughts uh you, you said the rebirth of israel was in 1988 or 48 48 yeah 48, 1948 okay. okay okay right after world war Two. so right now we're just taking notes right because we want to do our homework for for whenever we call okay. you up again. Okay. No, that, no, that's very interesting. Yeah. You said Jesus fulfilled 300 prophecies. Yeah, he fulfilled actually a lot. It wasn't, it wasn't that just, he just fulfilled, uh, you know, just being a savior of the world. He actually, you know, there were actually specific prophecies that he fulfilled when he came. So from the Old Testament to the New Testament? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay, so uh, our question, number six. What do you say of the parallels between different religions? Many saviors born of a virgin died for three days and was resurrected. You have Gilgamesh's flood and thousands of Native American flood stories. Why don't you believe in those religions instead of this one? What other religions have a savior? I'll show you. Oh, there's, there's uh, been, been a few, quite a few, uh, through history. Um, as far as the flood myths go, um, believe it or not, creationists actually use that as a uh, as a proof for the flood. You know that that uh, that this was uh, likely passed down by word of mouth through through different uh, cultures. Uh, but we believe that the Bible 
in the inspired word of God that it would have the most accurate account. But, uh, but yeah, that's actually, um, if you go to uh, uh, evidences for the flood, that's one of the things you'll run into is that there are there were many flood accounts through every ancient culture that existed. So, um, but as far as um, uh, parallels between religions, uh, I believe, uh, uh, you know, one thing I'll say is that a lot of the parallels are pretty vague, you know, uh, uh, or a lot of them are anyway. You know, uh, you had the Babylonians who believed in three gods. They had over 3,000 deities, but they only had three main gods, right? But, but you know, that's, that's a, a far cry from, you know, the, the Trinity where there's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and they're actually one, but separate. And, yeah, these three Babylonian gods were just, like, basically the three main gods out of over, like, 3,000. But then, but then yeah, you have a lot of virgin births. You have Ra from ancient Egypt. You have Horus. You have Addis, uh, Dionysus. Um, Mithra. I think the Christian response to that would be Godzilla, uh, uh, Lucifer, Satan, because, number one, um, he was in the beginning with God, right? Or not in the beginning. He was he was with God uh, in his beginning, right? He, the Bible says in uh, uh, Isaiah fourteen, I believe, that he worshipped God, so he would know the attributes of God, right? He would know that, uh, and Hades he would know that God is triune, right? Um, uh, it says in uh, also in the Bible that iniquity was found in him, that he was cast out of heaven, that he was jealous of God. Uh, he also knows the Bible. You know that through uh, scriptures like uh, I don't know if you know about uh, about the temptation of Jesus in Matthew, but but uh, you know the devil definitely knows the word of God. Even demons know the word of God, and we saw that when Jesus cast out uh, uh, cast out demons and uh, and this one village that he went to, and and they said if you come to torment us before our time, they knew that they had a time. They they knew um, God's word. So we also know that Satan imitates God. And we also know that his purpose is to deceive the world and lead people away from God, and that he desires worship that, that God receives. So, so when you see these parallels, that would be the Christian answer to that: is that 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 uh, that, that there is a, a devil that works in the world. The Bible calls him the God of this world, and his main theme is to deceive people and to lead people away from Christ. And one of the ways he does that is by imitating God and. Uh, uh, and he does it very well. The Bible says that he comes as an angel of light, and uh, uh, so he, he, when it says comes as an angel of light, he appears as if he is good. You know, a lot of people think of the devil as a guy with a pitchfork and horns, right? But but the biblical depiction of him is as an angel of light, and he comes appearing to be good, but he's not. Well, so I remember that, that, that he's tempting. He's temptation, huh? He's tempting you. Well, I remember. In, sorry, I remember in. High school, we were taught that sin is two thirds right, because the Bible is so—I mean, the devil is so good at disguising himself that he makes yeah, yeah. two thirds of it correct, and then the one third is wrong. So you overlook the <laughs> one third. I'll always tell you the good stuff. I'll never tell you the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, on. I don't mean to interrupt you. I just popped in my head. So. So, so when you say parallels to other religions, you mean like like mythology too, like you know Zeus and Hades? Well, I, I was thinking that the question dealt more with with past religions. That that, that was my impression. It, were you were you meaning more current religions or, or well, what? Uh, I meant. Did I, meant. I mess that up? No. So 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 my so my taking oh, okay. so my taking from what you said was that it's just it's just natural for humans to you know put together three three different powers over the others, you know. Or, or it was, 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 it was
it was something that it, it's it's the devil knows the attributes of God. He knows who he is. So he's if he's going to imitate God and deceive people, then that's how he's going to do it. He's going to try to be like God. So he is going to appear to be as God. So that that's that's what I meant by that. So you think they were being tempted by the devil to make these other religions? Is that? That's, uh, yeah, that's a fair point, you know, um, but see, like the parallel, another parallel that you pointed out is that you said, um, the devil worshiped God at one point. Well, I don't know, mm-hmm. in Greek mythology, Zeus and Hades, which is basically God and the devil in that religion. Not really, it's so and, I mean, it kind of, it's kind of, like Zeus is the king of gods, <laughs> Listen, and Hades is you have, the king of hell. You have Kronos, well, though, you have, you have like Titans above them. There, there's I, a hierarchy, you know. Okay. Where God is more like a pyramid, I feel. Where God is more like a I pyramid scheme. Okay. Greek mythology is like a hierarchy. Yeah, but wasn't Zeus like the king of gods? Yeah, but like, you know, fucking Kronos would have killed him. But he was a god, though, too. He, he, was, god of he wasn't just the devil, he was like, he was, he's, he's basically a Greek god. Yeah, yes, exactly. So you, but so you have Zeus and Hades, they were brothers. And Zeus, right. I mean, Hades used to follow Zeus until Zeus banished him for whatever, I don't, I don't know. Right, and, right. and then he became the god of hell or whatever. And so, you yeah. do, so yeah. there are so many, like to me, evolution is what brings this about. Because you have, I explained this to Otto earlier, so he's about to hear this again. But, so you have... Um, we're we're going to cut it out, too. Two different types of errors in evolution. So one is, say you're going to pee, and you're a hunter-gatherer, and you hear the, the grass rustling next to you. The, 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 the first error is to assume it's a dangerous predator and run away. Okay. Even though okay. it's the rustling of the wind, and there was no dangerous predator there. The second error is to assume it's the wind when it's a dangerous predator. So those, okay. pe- those people die sooner who make the second error than the first error because the first people are so worried about a, an intentional agent, which is a predator whose intention is to eat you, that they're running away from every time the grass moves. And so they're going to live longer. Okay. And so over time, that evolution gave way to assigning intentional agency to everything. So if a tornado came through and ripped up your village, that wasn't just a matter of atmospheric sciences. That was, we did something wrong, so God is punishing us, which is exactly what the flood story is. So to me, there is a very clear line in evolution saying we are made to assign intentional agency to everything. So, of course, every culture on earth is going to come up with a god. That doesn't mean the god is true. To me, that means they're misinterpreting evidence as God when it's really just an imbalance when a cold and warm front hit each other and starts spiraling and cause a tornado. And as a Christian response to that, of course, we would see it as just another tactic of the devil, right? That that, that, that would be his way to explain off uh, everything and uh, you know the, the devil has uh, at least according to our faith, right? Uh, the devil has uh, a lot of tactics that he uses, and we can see that through the many different reasons that people have for not believing in God, right? Okay. So he's, he's he's extremely intelligent, and uh, and he knows 
how to sway people away from God. But that, that, would, be, that would be our response to that. Okay, so I think it's our question next. Okay. Let's get or to is that. It, is it yours? Wait, or hold on. No, I asked the last one. It's hold on, hold on. Okay, can, I, I kind of want to ask a question, Mr. Parks. Yes, sir. What you got? Is the devil evil or what? Like, what does he represent? And can I add on to that question? Why would the devil punish us for disobeying the same God he disobeyed? You know, why? That's an interesting question. Why does the devil punish us? And I, I believe that the devil just has an extreme hatred for God and we are made in the likeness of God and therefore he hates us as well. You know, um, he, he wants the worship that God desires or that God, yeah, the worship did I say that right? Yeah, the worship that God desires he desires as well and he, he wants basically the power that God has and, and he, he can never have it and you know, as far as his motives go, um, you know, the, the Bible does give us a few clues to that, um, that he's, he's prideful, he's jealous, he wants to be like God, and why that hatred is transferred onto us, uh, like I said, I believe it's because he knows that we're made in his image, and he loves us, and he desires a relationship with us, and anything that God loves, Satan is, is going to hate, and, and, uh, and he, he's... He's basically the polar opposite of God in that in that regard. So that that would be what I would say on that. That was a great answer. I'll put that out there now. Like that made so much sense. I, it is. I'm not religious, but I it answered I the question. That answer. It answered the question. Yeah. yeah, that was a good answer. Hey, hey. Um, Appreciate that. So I'm gonna go get us some more water. Why don't you ask Otto the next question? Unless you have something to say, Otto, and then um, go well, to Otto. what was the next question? That's uh, his question. His question? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so I'm on question number six now, right? Um, do you believe the complexity seen in many life forms points more towards intelligent design or random natural causes and why? So, I think there is a design. It's just who who is the designer is my question. Design. Who is the I designer? Guess have, I guess we've pretty much already answered that one, haven't we? Much been through. Yeah, me and Mason were like looking over the questions last weekend. We're just like, you know, looking through them like, well, what should we say? But I've thought about it more and like, yeah, I see a design, right? You know, we have eyes, we have nose, ears, limbs. Right, right. So yeah, who is the designer? Is there a designer or is it all random? That's that's my question. You know, I'm agnostic. I I don't say there's definitely not a god. There is a god. Like I'm I'm searching. Right, right. What do you okay, say? What do you what like, What do you um, think? What do you say? I guess it, what's that? How would you answer it? Oh, uh, I definitely design. I, I I think there's there's too much complexity to life. I I think. When you, when you go through random natural causes to, to get to a conclusion, uh, I think you're just going to get uh, a degradation. You know, you're, you're going to get uh, a decrease in complexity as opposed to uh, an increase in complexity, you know. And, you know, you leave anything to itself for a given amount of time, it's going to decay, right? But, but when you have a designer who's, who's planned things out, you know, he can create it as he chooses uh, in the beginning. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, intelligence. But but you you're like you certain that there's a designer. Well, I think if there's a design, there's got to be a designer, right? If there's a 
it, you know, if you have a computer, there's got to be a computer designer, right? So, a, so it, it, it goes, it goes, it goes. Evolution be the designer. Um, you know, not in my opinion, but you know. <laughs> so, so. You I know, don't. Um, well, there's not really much plan to evolution, right? Isn't that uh, isn't that the whole thing about evolution? That it's uh, that it's random. It's, it's things are caused by random uh, natural selection, right? That's no. That's kind of, uh, okay. See, that, that's a misconception, to, in my opinion. Evolution's not random at all. Evolution it, it it hones in on what <laughs> on what works. That's not random. Right. So let's it's let's talk about right? it's, like, it's, it's like it's kind of like uh, uh, you know uh, survival of the fittest, pretty much. You know. The, yeah, but that's the, not random. See, because if random would not survive the fittest, the fittest would survive the fittest. And, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, and, like as if, as if this was like a designed plan, but then uh, who, who designed it? If that if that's the, the case, the, that's, the environment. That true, then what designed that? The environment of space is what designed that. So there, in my opinion, of course, like you know, you can go wherever you want with this, but in my opinion, right, right. the true, like unbearable, un almost unbelievable harshness of this planet is what designed it. You have, if, if we didn't have these buildings, we'd be getting eaten all, like literally eaten all the time by bears, by if the younger Dryas, which is what my video was on, wouldn't have happened. There, there used to be American lions. There used to be American saber tooths. There were American, there, everything was here that is designed to kill and so evolution right. had to figure out how do we not get killed so we can keep this alive. Well, see, I, I think uh, I, I just I don't see evolution as being something designed though. It's just mm. kind of like it's 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 That's you know good. natural selection. Like there has to be a mind behind it, right? There has to be like a, a uh, what's the way surviving. What like like there has to be some kind of sentient cause behind it, right? In my opinion, in my it's, opinion, it's the natural selection caused complexity. You know, it's just a. In my opinion, like, no, okay. there does not have to be anything sentient behind it. The only thing that has to be behind it is staying alive. Right, right. That's not necessarily sentient because you cannot sleep, eat, drink for four days, and all of a sudden your brain's going to be like, "Yo, we need to fucking eat, sleep, and drink because I want to stay alive." Right, right. Right, so to... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I, I was just going to say, uh, uh, that's, that's an interesting concept, but I, I think the, that the complexity that we see, I guess this is kind of going back to, like, the, one of the first questions that we had, the, the complexity that I see in, in DNA and, and cells and all that, to me, just doesn't seem like it could be caused by random natural causes. It just, it's just too improbable, mathematically impossible... For it, for it to happen that way, you know. So I, I just, uh, I don't know. I, you know, when you look at something that's more complex than a supercomputer like our DNA, uh, you know, there, there would have to be so many things that happen randomly for that to actually occur. And, and of course, you know, we we get back down to the original conversation we had that, that how would the first one have evolved? And and it's just impossible. 
impossible for it to have evolved through natural random causes. So that, that would be my response to that. Okay. To me, it's like the same side of the coin, you know, and it's still flipping in the air. We ha- I, I feel like the coin hasn't landed yet, whether we know there is a designer or not. All right, so I say we move on to the next question unless you all have more to say. I, I'm satisfied. That was good. Okay. Are you ready for the next okay. question, Steve? You broke up there a little bit. What, what did you say? I'm sorry. I say we move to the next question unless anybody has any more. Okay. The next question we're is... Up, we're almost there. We got two more questions each. That's it. <laughs> the final stretch. Yeah. Um, do you believe the Bible is to be taken literally? If so, do you believe the earth is flat as Job chapter 34 verse 14 states? Okay. Well, um, I'm definitely not a flat earther. I'll, I'll come out and say that right now. <laughs> Thank you. For sure, okay. not a Saved us a bunch of time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, for, uh, in answer to your question, yeah, I do believe that the Bible should be taken literally, unless, uh, like I said before, unless it forces us into a metaphorical conclusion, right? Now, okay, when so, I read Job thirty four fourteen, um, I did not see anything in there that showed a flat earth. I, I've, I actually downloaded, or not downloaded, I'm sorry, I printed out... Um, all these different versions of Job 34, 14. Okay, I'm interested uh, to hear that. The uh, NIV says, it says that it was his intention and he withdrew his spirit and breath. 14. So, uh, so you might have to help me a little bit. What, what, what in that do you think supports the flat earth? Okay, so in my opinion, we can, we can look it up in, in, the, in the Bible I read, it says clay takes the shape of, I mean, no, the earth takes the shape of clay underneath the seal. Oh, wow. We, you must have a different... You must have given me the wrong verse. Okay. And the Let, wrong book. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, this, that's you're right. Not joking. Okay, you're, you're right. Hold on. I gave you the wrong verse. We just looked it up. Let me... Uh, do you have a computer or Bible near you so you can read it? <laughs> I, I, the only way I can do that, I think, is if I exit out of the it. meeting. We might lose our chat. We're not in Zoom anymore. So you should be oh, able to... Yeah, we're on the phone call. I'm on a different app now that's recording everything we say. Are we, we just say. talking on the phone? Is that all we're doing? Yes. So and you... recording it. Oh. <laughs> NSA style. Okay, yeah. I why I couldn't see you anymore. I'm like, where did they go? Hey, right. man, I <laughs> wish. I wish you could be seeing face-to-face. Okay. Hey, awesome. Okay, well, yeah, then let me get to, uh, let me, let me get to the uh, Let me tell you the here. correct chapter and verse. What did you say? Job 34, 14? I think I was wrong. I think I was wrong. If he were to set his heart to it and withdraw his spirit and breath? No. Oh. Okay. Hold on. My computer's acting slow all of a sudden. We're waiting on an Ethernet cable. Um, am I wrong? No, 3814, not 34. Did uh, I tell you 34? Give me a second. I'll look that up. Okay. Joe, 38 oh, and 38. 14. Okay. Okay, my bad. Look that All right. The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. Okay. So what 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 other shape does clay take under a seal than flat with bumps coming out of it? Well, uh, first of all, I have to look at this because I didn't. Uh, I was completely unprepared. No, you're right. I, I gave you the wrong verse. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah. Let's see. Job 38. Clay under a seal. All right. Take shape 
it's all Gary. Like, the first thing I have to figure out is what steel is, and I'm thinking that actually I can look that up in the Greek. I've got a Greek concordance here, so let me go. Uh, or actually, that would be in Hebrew because this is Old Testament. So let me let me look this up in the Hebrew. That will actually kind of give me a better idea of what uh, what I'm looking at here. All right, under a seal. So. Okay, so hey, so clay okay, under like, a clay under a seal, yeah. Yes. Yes. Like like wax, you know, wax being sealed. Still there, Steve? You know, I would have to, yeah, I'm still here. I'm, okay. I might have to actually study this. Now, the first thing I'd have to look at is what type of scripture it is. Now, you're looking at 38, and I believe this isn't actually God speaking, if I'm not mistaken. This is actually, because if you look at the story of Job, no, this is actually, okay, no, that actually it is God speaking. So, 38, 14. All right, thanks for I would actually have to study this, guys. I'm completely unprepared for it. It's so, all good. No, that's all. I gave you the wrong verse. That that is to give to you on that. So I would actually have to do an in-depth study on that verse. But <clears throat> so I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm no, that, completely unprepared on that one. That is completely my fault. I gave you the wrong verse. So don't worry about that. <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's go ahead and go to your next question, and let's. We've been going for about two and a half hours now, so let's uh, really? let's I'll get wrap this up. yeah. Well, let's get through these questions. I don't, I don't care if it lasts another 40, 30, <laughs> 40 hour, like forty minutes to an hour. Okay, That's fine with me. Uh, do you believe consensus automatically equals absolute or even relative truth? I guess the I guess the main focus of that is: Do you believe that because more scientists believe in evolution, that we should take that as proof that evolution is true? Do you believe? Does that does that prove evolution in your in your opinion? Those like many agreements, you know, like does everybody saying it's word mean it's word? So, um, to me, this comes back to the argument of I don't believe or consider it a truth that two plus two equals four. I the okay, the, well, hold on, the, hold on. The, the math is like the evidence is there, it's let's, not something to really no, believe in. Let's take a step back. Okay. I, I majored in math in college. Okay, you can prove math. Science, you're not proving anything. It's like what you see. You're not proving. No, dude. You're it's all theory. All. It's you're, proving, you're, you're finding a theory. You're, you're practicing a theory over and over, which is an absolute, like, what you see. Okay. You, you can prove math. Science is more like you got to do actual, you know, experiments on. But if all those experiments so, come back without falsifying so I, theory. No, but don't, don't put up 2 plus 2 as an argument. Okay. That's fair. 
because any 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 group of people will find out two plus two equals four. That doesn't mean. But I feel like the evidence, if you do the studies. That's correctly, not science. That's math. Okay, but I feel you know like if yeah, I do. You know what I'm saying I, ju- I really do. But I'm, it, I'm to offended. Me, <laughs> if you're taking the evidence that is the studies are done correctly, independent studies all provide the same evidence. Then you're probably not looking at something that is to be believed in. You're looking at something that is inescapable, because many people right. who don't yeah. talk to each other have come up with the same answer. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, now, that's pretty similar to two plus response. two equals four. Oh, go ahead. No, because that, that that just stains math. That just makes people think that math and science are one on one. Is is math invented or discovered? That's a whole different podcast. Okay. That's a different talk like that. <laughs> Right, we're not here to discuss about proving one. You have a lot of podcasts out of this one. Exactly. My my response to that would be that that when you have, the thing about science is is that you have facts, right? And those facts, or alleged facts, or I guess a better word for that would be results. In science, you have uh, results of experiments, and those results have to be interpreted. (laughs) And there are, when you have just, Used to those interpretations, you have to be able to refute those with more science. And and my argument would be is that the rebuttals that creationism has for evolution are solid enough scientifically that that the uh, that, that many of their rebuttals cannot be uh, just just brushed off. So so the, there's there's a you know, a lot of it too. You know, we we went through a few of them, but a lot of a lot of the arguments as well, uh, you know, are pretty much uh, subjective in, in a lot of ways. I mean, there's, you know, especially when you get to like the age of the universe. I mean, nobody was there to witness it, right? I mean, we, you know, we don't, we don't have any camcorders, you know, to watch any videos of it happening. So, okay, a well, lot of it let, is, let me, is speculation, right? But, let me but, let me uh, let me jump in right there real quick. So, you have a detective come to a murder scene. He did not see it happen. There were no cameras, right. there were no pictures, but they can still figure out who murdered the person. Absolutely, yeah. I so, totally agree just that. because there, we weren't... evidence to a lot of arguments. There are. Just because but, we but weren't the thing that there... Makes science, like, uh, yeah, figuring out these kind of things different than a murder case is that there are so many, and like, it's far more complex than for one, you know, like, in, in murder cases, if you have, you know, a uh, uh, motive and a weapon and, you know, uh, you don't have a uh, alibi, then you're pretty much screwed, right? But, but when you're talking about evolution and, and creationism, you're talking about so many different facets to it. You know, they're, I mean, like, well, you, know, you have technology and chemistry and you have uh, astronomy. I mean, there's just, just so many facets to it. And you could disprove one thing from one of those like you could disprove a find, like say, uh, uh, like astro- astronomers come up with this thing that they think proves evolution, and you know creationists could come in and disprove that, right? But, but but you have so many facets of it that it's hard to disprove the whole thing. I, I, I think that where creationism, I think two things where creationism really, really does has done well, and, and two very, very deep blows to evolution is that number one. Uh, they can't prove how the first cells uh, could have possibly evolved. That that deals with abiogenesis. And I think the second thing is is they've disproved that chimp DNA and human DNA are 98% similar. So 
I, I, I think those two things are extremely killer blows to to uh, evolution. I think I think that that uh, evolution has a real problem there. With those two okay. things. I'm gonna respond with one thing, and then we'll move on to the next question. Doesn't okay. Doesn't any DNA similarities come into evolution though? Like even if it's one percent, we I still mean, have something uh, in common. Absolutely. I mean, there are definitely similarities in DNA with all living creatures because we have similar functions, right? Like, yeah, that's designed. Like you mentioned yeah. earlier, like water. You know, we all metabolize water. We drink it. We metabolize it. You know. Um, uh, eating, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, be some other like how we okay. take in the sun rays and and our and our body uses that. You know that our, how we respond to our environment is going to be very similar within different species, but but uh, but the the differences are what make us different. <laughs> you know that yeah. there's, there's the, the 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 there's so much DNA that that makes us different from other creatures that you know. I, I don't even know where I'm going now. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm getting kind of tired, but <laughs> no, it's all good. All right. But I think I think you got my point, right? Yeah, we got. I think my brain is my brain is kind of going on uh, overdrive at the moment. I'm. I'm we've actually tired. <laughs> we've actually already answered the last question on my part, so I'm comfortable with uh, hanging this up for now. Okay. And maybe we'll get back together and talk about something else in the future. Yeah, that sounds good, man. All right. I guess the last one was, uh, yeah, you asked me what sect of Christianity and creationism I am. Yeah. Um, I am a born-again believer, uh, above all else, and uh, I am, I guess, what you would uh, technically call a Protestant Christian, um, and I'm a young earth creationist, so uh, that's pretty much it, man. <laughs> all righty. I just love Jesus, man. That's all. <laughs> well, thank you very much for doing this, sir. We will definitely yeah. have you on again thank in the you, future. Guys. Hey, thank this you, man. Maybe, maybe next time we'll be more prepared. Huh? I, I, yeah, I great. Hey, great I answers, though. Some things that I was, uh, <laughs> I was kind of like, I, I came up with that one, and I'm like, I'm like, I didn't even put down, write down a reason for it. <laughs> yeah. So it's all good, man. I will. Yeah, we will keep in yeah. touch and do this again in the future. Thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, guys. Well, you guys have a good day, and uh, take care. And what's your name? I, uh, I know Otto, but but what was your name? Mason. Nathan, okay, no. I'm Steven. okay. <laughs> M-A-S-O-N, right, yeah. M- M- Mason. Mason, okay. There you go. Well, thank you very <laughs> much, right, sir. You, you have a good day. Care. Bye-bye. What a guy. Yeah, man. That was fun. That was, that was good. Do you know how many people have fucking called me Nathan over the years? That's funny. <laughs> Literally <laughs> fucking infinite. And then he pulls through and calls me Nathan. Whoa. Like everyone, dude. I can order. I'll, I'll be placing it to go order. Yeah. I'll come in. I'll be like, you got to order for Mason? And they'll be like, no. I'll be like, Nathan? what about Nathan? And they'll be like, yeah, we got one for Nathan. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, what? It's like, every it's like, time. It's like when you ask Europeans or when you, when you tell Europeans that you're from Arkansas and they're like, no, I don't know where Arkansas is. I know. Arkansas? Oh, Arkansas. Yes, Arkansas. <laughs> we, all, we know all about that. I'll be back. All right. That was great. First debate, out of the way. In the future, we're going to have debates about climate change. That's, well, I said it like I was about to have a series of different things coming off, but that was, that's really the only one planned for the near future.
Um, maybe I'll get my uh, socialist friend on here and we'll talk about politics. I'm not sure where that's going yet, but we're going to have many episodes of me and Otto only, just talking about nothing, having a good time, and we'll talk about some serious stuff as well in that same podcast, so it's mainly we're going to have debates, we're going to talk about random scientific topics, and then also fucking act like the idiots we are on here and have a little bit of fun, so... <laughs> We got, like, way too drunk, and now we're into that. Yeah, we did, man. I started, uh... I started just, like, having to really focus in. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, all this typing, I can't... I blacked out. I blacked out while I was typing all this. I don't... I don't even remember how serious things got. No, he was talking. I don't know. I don't, I don't know dude, if he he's tell. a well-spoken guy. I don't know if he could tell. That's no. Funny. Yeah. Have. I don't Go feel ahead. like we got drunk enough for everyone watching to be able to notice until we've yeah, admitted it now, but... I may have been a little too loud, but I'm just loud naturally. <laughs> you did get loud a couple times. That's like because I'm a passionate person. I could only see it on the little graph that shows our audio yeah, waves, it, and yours were going it gets off dark the blues. Yeah, it gets real dark blues. The whole screen gets covered in cords. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. When you were just having a normal conversation, <laughs> and it's because this mic. Is much louder than the one I usually let auto use. This huh. picks up everything. That one has a little screen in front of it. Did it's we not... lose some recording? No. What happened? Because I saw we I saw lost like eight seconds. Really? Because if I were to click down here, like I had to do to get the notes off the screen, it stops the recording. Mm-hmm. So the whole time he was talking and we were on Google, I thought you lost that whole thing. No, I didn't. Okay, good. It was whenever I clicked on the side of the screen here. That'll stop the recording, then I had to replay it. And so it took me a second to realize, I was like, shit, it stopped recording when I did that. And so I pressed record. So it, it was like eight or nine seconds. So uh, let's go ahead and save this uh, notepad. Humble beginnings. Save as, uh, let's just say, episode one. Our takeaways from episode one. I think we had some good takeaways. I did. I th- no, I want to get him on again. Yeah, these are good. Because out of all the people I've talked to on... Um, been back in like two weeks or so. Next week we we'll just fuck around. Yeah, dude. Um, like, cause he he did like he didn't answer the questions with bullshit. Yeah, he gave like, his own. Like, let's answers. say you're a Christian, you believe in the answers he gave, and I'm all behind that. Your mic's not on. I know. I'm just I just find you right here. Okay. <laughs> um, so like, whenever I can't remember what exact question I asked him. There were so many. It was something about the devil. I was like, oh, oh, why would the devil punish us for worshiping, because I mean, for disobeying God. the same God yeah. he disobeyed? And then he gave a very good answer to that. Yeah, a good he, interpretation he, of it. He did. Mm-hmm. I was blown away, yeah. What did he say? Let's try, let's try to recreate it. it was right he basically here. said he hates devil. anything God created. And if God made us in his image, then he hates us, even though we disobeyed him like he did. You know what? If you're a Christian, that's up. a good answer. Yeah, that's it. Um, they don't tell you that when you're a fucking eight-year-old, though. No, they don't. They just say devil bad, God good. Yeah, like superhero movies. Uh-huh, exactly. Like just a Marvel movie. But dude, that was fucking amazing, man. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're going to you know, have to figure out how to stitch the Zoom and Audacity <laughs> uh, shit together. I think we really came through near the end. I do. I do, too. Like, I, my biggest fear is that they missed the first 20 minutes of the debate. Yeah. Because... Well, yeah. Like, um, we talked for about 20 before he came on, and then I read that 
Zoom Basic only allows 40 minutes of host time. That's so gay. That is gay. That's gay. Zoom, you're never going to sponsor us. Zoom, you're so You can gay. offer us a million an episode, I'm turning down. Alright. Yeah, for real. Um, They're gay in the fucking most sense of the word. I know, but what I did notice is that the Zoom videos were saving as MP3 files. So I think I can stitch them together in this, because this app's great. Really? How many hours does this record? Audacity? I've seen sponsors for Audacity. We should, we should be sponsored by Audacity, dude. Are you speaking to this mic? That mic's not on. Let <laughs> me get two mics. Audacity. Uh, get your get your 30% off your first month off Audacity with promo code. That's not true. <laughs> we have no affiliation with Audacity. And Audacity's free, so there is no 30% off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Donate to our Patreon. But we have a tip jar in the about section of our YouTube channel. Do we go really? there. What? Do we really? Yeah, go there. Go to our YouTube channel. On your yeah, if you right like now. what you saw or if you like what you heard. And we're going to have more of these. Most of the episodes are just going to be me and Otto. Here and there. We'll That'll be fine, though. Uh, some other guy. Go, go back and watch Joe Rogan's first episodes. Who cares? It's awful. Who cares, exactly. Ours is better than his first episode, so, ours, so our last going. one's going to be better than his last one. Subscribe. And hit the like button. Yeah. Hit that bell notification. So what's, what's, uh, what are we doing next weekend? Next Sunday. What's the plan? Meet up again. Is it just going to be a nonsense episode? Or we just talk shit, or do we want to cover a specific topic? We could like scroll through the internet or something. Watch videos, like Make that speed. flock of dude jumping yeah. into a van. <laughs> Get some reaction videos and then give our interpretations of it. We can just do it, dude. Uh, I was about to say we can do it on Zoom, but we can't. Not for 40 minutes. Their screen recording was much better than OBV in terms of the lagginess. Maybe I just need to get fucking premium Zoom. It's not worth it, bro. Why the fuck does Zoom have premium? Upgrade to Pro Annual. I don't know how much it is. Special offer. Upgrade to Pro Annual. Save 40% off your first year. Plus, see, I don't have that. See how much it is. Click on it. Get offer. Get offer. Create, create an account. Fourteen ninety, $15 a month, Zoom? Bro, 150 for a year, bro. That's what I get for a lap dance. For 50 minutes. Dude, need, no. Zoom needs to calm the fuck down. This, uh, yeah, for real. They're not that good, bro. We, they're not. We get one pandemic, bro, and they think and they're hot shit. We don't have to use Zoom. We'll just get an Ethernet cable so OBS doesn't lag. Let's, uh, let's ask the Redditors. Let's see what Reddit has to say about software that we can use. Fuck Zoom. Fuck Zoom and their model. I feel like all the good shit costs money. No, the Reddit will tell you some free software to use. Free software. All my Redditors out there, make sure you subscribe. We gotta get a Reddit going, dude. Reddit? A Reddit. TikTok and YouTube shorts. We're gonna get everything. Instagram, MySpace, AOL, whatever you got. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was still there. How are we doing? This has been Nonsense and Science. Brought to you by Mason and Otto. Brought to you live from Wisconsin. <laughs> I think I thought earlier, it's like, I was going to like, one, one of these episodes, you're going to be like, yeah, we got a fucking dry patch out there. <laughs> Just a fucking dried out yellow patch of grass. 
Dude, that was that Zoom with the forty percent discount. Dude, do free podcast software, not just free software. You know how many softwares are out there? Right. So then we just search within the Reddit. There you go. There you go. Uh, podcast. What are your favorite open source podcasts? Discussion. Shout out to all my redditors. I don't have Reddit. They got porn on here. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got they got lots of fucking titties on here, bro. <laughs> um, and pussy. Maybe dick. I don't know. I haven't looked into that. <laughs> sure, you haven't. That's why he brought it up because he just wanted to make sure everyone knew he's not looking up the dick. I know. Right? I'm just saying. You know, we're just open to everybody. You know, if that's what you look up, that's what you look up, bro. They could have. Listen, if they have tits and vagina on here, they definitely have penis. Pen- yeah, I was turning the mic away from me so I can't shit talk them. Yeah, Mason just called me the F word. Everybody go this. Everybody go dislike this video. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody, make sure you comment. Mason's a uh, Mason's canceled. Look at this. FSFE.org has been my favorite podcast lately of any genre. They always... Oh, wait, no. This is like the best podcast. Uh, the best podcast. Fucking open source podcast? Fuck me. You think... Podcast? Me. Fuck, no, I'm just going to look it up on Google. Look it up on... Look it up on Bing. Bing, dude. Bing can suck my dick. Google works with China too much, bro. We cannot... We cannot affiliate with China. Don't get me wrong. I find Chinese women beautiful, but... That's government. You're right. That's why I should look, type into a fucking damn Reddit search bar. Shout out to all my beautiful Asian women out there. No, she's not. She doesn't like podcasts. Doesn't like podcasts. Good thing this is three hours in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank God she doesn't love me enough to listen to me for three hours. Could you imagine? <laughs> podcast software, here we go. Um, our podcast. I don't know where to really start. Go ahead and dislike this guy's post. <laughs> 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 There's a good guide on getting started here. Click on it. Okay. In 2020. I'd be like, uh, once you're done editing it, you'll export the MP3 and upload it to podcast hosting or... We'll never use the podcast host. Do we want to get on Spotify, though? Do we want to get on Spotify? Get on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Fuck Apple. I don't want anything to do with Apple. At least Apple actually lets you say, do not allow app to track. Android, you can just rig it. You don't got to rig it on Apple. Yeah, Go ahead and check out Transistor.fm. See what they have to offer us. Oh my god, that means after 14 days it's not free. Are they going to host it to 8 people (laughs) that I'd get to on YouTube anyway? So how's that, how is Steven going to spread the word? I'm going to stitch all this audio together. Send it to him? Which may take a couple hours. Mm. I'm just going to send him the link and he's going to post it on his channel. Okay, look at this. We kind of have a bit, 99 a month. A month? (sighs) I don't want to download. I just want to host it. Well, okay, two thousand downloads, unlimited shows and episodes. This right. doesn't sound like yeah, it's it hosting like our it. podcast. It sounds like we're paying money to listen to other fucks podcasts and upload ours. Nope. 
I'm looking for podcasts for work. Let's just get them on. <laughs> hey, where you want to come on a podcast? Three hours ago. That's how long anime. Harry Potter, bro. Sorry, you failed the test. <laughs> yeah, get him on here. Yeah. So, how long have you been gay? <laughs> when did you? When did you? When did you come out? Like Harry Potter's not that bad, but the fact <laughs> his pitch is, I love anime, Marvel, DC, Harry Potter, and video games. Like, come on, bro. You gotta be more interesting than that. What drugs do you do? That's what you need to look up. What are your thoughts? Do you... Do you like... Drugs. MDMA. <laughs> do you like narcotics? Question mark. Narcotics? That's not how you spell narcotics, he, bro. He'll know. <laughs> oh, do you like sign in? I don't want to sign in. <laughs> Sign in. Bro, it's all, it's all for the bit. <laughs> uh, listen, who is it? Baby Walker 66 If you ever happen to see our podcast, we'll get you on and talk shit to you. Yeah, hit us up at uh, 838. I've listened to Joe Rogan. Who hasn't? It's always sunny. I haven't. How I Died, Serial Killers. Dude, this guy's going to fucking murder us. And murder mystery? What? Dude, what fucking basic bitch doesn't... Are you a female? Are you a woman? Baby walker is possible. No women on this podcast, sorry. <laughs> Men only. <laughs> this is a misogynist uh, podcast. Very. <laughs> I don't know what we're looking up. I think We just the, need to figure out the best podcast software. I mean, Audacity works, but there's no video. You can't attach video to Audacity in any way. Should I look up video software? Video recording software? Maybe we just need to get a legitimate camera. And I could find one maybe around the house if I could. A legitimate camera? The fuck? Like an old ass 2008. Not, so it, not so Kodak. It, so it looks like, like the 911 software. <laughs> I'm trying to look a little bit better than that. <laughs> oh my god, they hit the Pentagon! <laughs> they crashed into the Pentagon, oh my god. So we need a good camera. Let's just look it up, 911 footage. Why not? Ready will show you people at their fucking heads. If we get enough subscribers, we will begin the screen share. Yeah, if we get enough money to pay for Zoom Premium. Yeah, or just get an Ethernet cable, which is a lot cheaper and easier. And use the other application? Yeah, OBS. It's like much better than Zoom, but... We're on r slash conspiracy now. I don't know what the problem's been. I keep getting these phantom sneezes. Where I get milliseconds away from sneezing and then don't. Dude, I could break a table from not sneezing when that happens. Hey, in Minecraft, did you get too high? No. No? I took one hit in Minecraft and knew my limits. Did you get too high? I I was kind of getting there, but I was like, let me just focus back in and play the game right. (laughs) It's been a long podcast. I say we wrap this up. Do it, bro. Just... Hit, hit the record button. I did. Next Sunday, we're back. Tune in, yeah. I don't know what we're talking about, but we will figure it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you thank you to Stephen Parks. Yeah, we'll get you on again. Later.